see her rolling up through her black Cadillac High heel boots and a sexy body full of tats Baby's bad, oh baby's hella bad After her there ain't no coming back Wanna take a run at that I think she's feeling me, turn it up a few degrees My imagination of her body gets the best of me Oh god she's such a tease, bitten lips, bruised knees I'm addicted to her, need her touching me Cause she got a bad little waist And we tearing down this place Off the liquor that we chase Got some egos to the face, baby I don't need no space Coming closer for a taste And I'll show you how I make every Everything just fade away cause she's like sex, drugs, cocaine, body so insane Jealous of the clothing that she wears up on a tight frame All game, no shame What is going on everybody? Happy Wednesday, it's been a while I uh, I have no idea what I'm doing anymore So let's just not pretend Let's just get right to it Tactical pineapples in the house So it's going to be a very calm, quiet, non-offensive discussion tonight I take offense to that. You take offense to my offense? Oh, come uh, on. Yes, I'm very offended by your taking offense. Okay. I'm hey, what's sorry. up? Come here, say hi. You can get it out of your system. Hey. <laughs> we love what kids is your on the show. What's yeah, going on, kiddo? What is your what is your name? Princess Pineapple. Perfect. Princess right. Pineapple. Pineapple. You can have this on your diet. Nice. <laughs> All right. Nice. <laughs> She'll be back in a minute. She's All like, right. Well, you know. She's raiding the candy jar while I'm stuck on a computer because she knows I can't tell her no. <laughs> oh, man. Kids today taking advantage. Yeah. So, guys, thanks uh, thanks everybody for coming back. It's uh, It feels like it's been more than a hot minute lately. But uh, a little bit. Back from vacation? In YouTube time, it's been like three weeks, so that, that's yeah, like the equivalent to like six years. I think I've lost all my subscribers, and I think the only I think the only place where it would be worth where it would be longer would be TikTok. <coughs> I can't figure out TikTok. I don't think anybody can figure out TikTok. I think it's all the luck of the draw. I think my problem with TikTok is I'm sitting there and I'm like, this is stupid. It's a dog. Why is this goose talking? That's stupid too. And then an hour goes by, and I'm still uh, bitching. Right? It's stupid, it's but I'm watching. It. That thing is a pit, man. Try creating content on it too. It's like really, like you can't actually like view TikTok if you make content. There's people it's, who do it. I don't. I don't get it. I, I don't. But I, it, I, it really is, from what I'm understanding, a luck of the draw situation. Perfect. Yeah, Perfect. and it, I, I think too, as a creator, it's weird because. You're used to keeping everything, and I don't know whatever your time frame is—ten minute, fifteen minute, twenty minute. This is what a minute. Right. Well, the you can go up this? to three minute now if you're recording the video, and you can upload ten minutes. So they're basically becoming the exact programs and exact social medias that they didn't want to be that made them cool. You know, TikToks—it yeah. was the stories, right? You know, it's thirty seconds to a minute long, and it's done. But made them relevant, and now they're trying to do YouTube. Yeah, and it's in that by nine format, standing tall. Yeah, that's that's just a terrible vertical format, right? But, uh, All right. Oh, Princess Pineapple, how are you today? Good. Excellent. So I, I told you beforehand that I bought something new. Obviously, it's always in my name. But what did you get yesterday? Say it. A dirt bike. A you dirt got a dirt bike? Oh, come on, tell us more. Do you know more? No? 
You got a helmet, you got goggles, you got a chest protector, and you got a 70cc dirt bike. Okay. Nice. Say goodbye. That is fantastic. <laughs> All right. Say goodbye. Bye. All right. Thank you. She likes to get her time in. She's she's the, she's the good one that way. But yeah, we did. We we got the kids a 70cc dirt bike. So uh, she's gonna be five in October. My son is literally a month into being three, and he already crashed it. So Ma's happy. Um, the the swing set's not happy. <laughs> And I've already tested my skills polishing uh, scratches out of plastics. Okay. Oh, yeah, your jungle gym. You're fine. <laughs> She's not happy either because her jungle gym. So, all right. Out of here, Scooter. So, so your one toy ran into your other toy. That's not good. Yeah. Yep. I almost took out my car the one day. I mean, these things happen. What are you going to do? Yeah, it's it's a hundred percent. You know, accidents are gonna happen, and you know, I, I set the throttle screw where I'm like, eh, he can't really go maybe five miles an hour, and then he started going downhill, and it's like, the wife's like, why is it going so fast? I'm like, well, it's not a governor; it just means he can only accelerate at this <laughs> amount. Like, um, so yeah, yeah, he hit the he hit the damn thing going about ten miles an hour, flipped backwards, came off, yanked the the. The pull cord, it was perfect. That's it's like, well, he got funny. the first one out of the way. And in true fashion for my son, he got up, cried for a half a second, looked at me and said, I want to go again. <laughs> perfect. That's But that's how we should learn, right? Because as you get older, um, you you have that, that innate fear. It's amazing with kids, man. You can just, psh, they don't yeah. care. Yeah, I mean, my daughter, she's very cautious. So she's like, she's on it and she's like barely throttling into it, just kind of doing her thing. And my son has zero fear whatsoever. Um, it's a miracle that he hasn't been hospitalized already. He's taken his little, he has an airplane that's like a pedal car and he tried to launch it down the stairs because he figured it was a plane he could fly. And then, uh, so that, that worked out really well for him. He learned that he can fly for about four steps and then tumble the rest. Uh, but that, I, it's I, all it's, downhill. It's, it's all downhill from there. So we're doing good. He's doing good. Nobody's nobody's in the hospital yet, so that's all that matters. That's good. That's good. Yeah, my, parent, my parents wouldn't buy me any of that cool stuff when I was a kid. Yeah, <laughs> I, my parents never really bought it for us either, but we always had it around, and I'm like, you know, it's it's a point. Uh, I take the kids every year to like uh, grass drags, stuff like that with the motorcycles. And last year, my daughter got the bug and she, you know, one of her cousins was out there running a little mini bike. And she's like, I want to do it next year. And I'm like, well, you got to get a bike first. And then I got to break mom down first. And <laughs> so last night it was, uh, we're going to go look at them. And then an hour and a half later, we're leaving the place with a motorcycle we're happy with the bike the place we bought it from their sales wasn't too bad but i do have a pretty bad review coming for them from their parts guy uh, kind of a kind of a butt not really working with us very well what do you want what do you want to tell them we have a dog we have a dog yep nice nick thank you so much that was uh that was certainly not necessary very much appreciate that we don't we don't have shots tonight 
We'll get a we'll, we'll resolve that, Nick. I promise we'll have shots for the next show. Thank you very much, Nick. That was very, very kind of you. I appreciate that kind of support. Um yeah, we, we I feel like yeah. Wednesdays we can't do shots. We're gonna have to start doing Friday lives occasionally <laughs> so I can get shots. Yeah, we my can, diet that I'm on, I can't even drink alcohol. So I'm sitting here with my alcohol cup drinking water like a good boy. Okay, but I mean you're having amazing success with it. I mean, you you've you've changed the focus. I think that's tremendous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, can we talk? Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, or? I, I don't care. Um okay. I'm a big dude, obviously, right? Sitting behind the camera, it hides a lot. If you if you understand your angles, it's like you set it up, you play with mm -hmm. it, you get the lighting right, and you're like, oh, this isn't too bad. Um, a month ago, I was 446.8 pounds. I know I was heavier than that before I started doing things to make corrections. Um, I got a pedal bike, man. That was, that was a big one, getting my big old ass on a pedal bike. Um Finding one that will fit you <laughs> is is a whole chore. But, you know, went, spent the money, got a decent bike, something that's going to work, hold up, and started doing some exercising. And it just it doesn't come off fast enough. And it's like you're motivated to do it, but you've put yourself in a bad situation where your your health is just absolute garbage. And even though I'm, I'm relatively active and I stay moving and I do all that stuff, it's like it's 446 pounds. <laughs> it's not – it's no light feat. So uh, this is absolutely insane. But my wife found somebody on Facebook that she knows she's friends with. She's actually my wife's life insurance agent, which is kind of funny. But um, she's on his diet. And in like a month, she had lost like 15 pounds and was happy. She was losing inches. And for her, it was a lot, you know. So she, my wife's like, we should just try it. And it's like, we're not big into fad things. And it's bad because it kind of goes against everything we believe in as eating, you know, eating natural, eating as healthy as possible. And, but let's try it. It's like prepackaged stuff. It's convenient. Can't really do a whole lot that's wrong. And so uh, we started it. And literally this last Tuesday was 28 days. I'm down, um, I think, I think 34.4 pounds and lost over 38 inches overall. So that is amazing. My knees are feeling good. I'm breathing better. I'm able to ride that bike with no issue, um, pedaling, doing that stuff. And, and obviously, I mean, the results aren't typical, right? This, I started with a lot to lose, but my wife obviously started with much less. She's a hundred pounds lighter than I am for sure. Much more than that even. And she's still right there with me at like 31 pounds lost and 36 inches. Like it's crazy. So that's amazing shift the focus shift and change uh, you know changing the way you do things but if it works it works and if i'm seeing results man i am not going anywhere right now so no and see crimson glide thank you so much for becoming a channel member i really appreciate the support that really really does go a long way I mean, you guys blow me away with the support of the channel so thank you very very much that man that is amazing that's jeez. Yeah. Yeah, one of the hardest things for me, honestly, isn't the food. It's it's the booze. And, like, I don't consider myself an alcoholic or anything, but it's like, you know, we did this, like, we're in the middle of it over, like, the 4th of July weekend. It's amazing how ingrained little things, like, having a beer in your hand while you're grilling out on the grill. Mm -hmm. It really is. It's like, you don't even think about it, but <laughs> it's, it's crazy. So 
Uh, Nick TD says, uh, which eating plan? So I'm actually on the Octavia diet. Um, Octavia, Octavia. It's it's a met, it's formerly known as Metafast. They do a lot of shakes and stuff like that. Okay. And they've come a long way from that. So they've got a lot of like snack foods, bars, shakes. Um, they've actually got some heated, you know, food stuff that's, you know, you basically just add a little water, heat it up in the microwave and it's good to go, which is nice because you get a pretty diverse selection. Uh, I will say the food tastes like garbage, <laughs> but I, I mean, I've got a channel too that's called Pineapple Vlogs. I kind of converted one of my backup accounts into it where I'm kind of keeping track of a lot of it. I've made the determination that these diet plans aren't about feeding you things that taste good because they want them to taste like garbage, especially mm -hmm. if it's about actually making a lifestyle change. So one meal a day I'm 100% responsible for, but it's like you get five ounces of meat and then you get three massive servings of vegetables and certain vegetables, not, not every vegetable is acceptable either because it's like, well, that one has too many carbs. Yeah. There's has, no corn. There's onions no... Or carrots. I'm like, really? It's like, I can't have celery because it's too high in carbohydrates, but celery, I'm like in my head, celery, celery. has a negative thermal value. Like it's minus calories to eat celery. But okay, Interesting. I'll follow it. I'll follow it and listen to what you're saying. And uh, huh. absolutely incredible the results. But my my thought process is is the food tastes like garbage because they want you to actually appreciate the flavor of something that's very bland in vegetables and just a plain meat with minimal seasonings. Mm -hmm. So where I would have hated having a cup of spinach and you know some roasted broccoli, which I like roasted broccoli, but having so much of it versus the protein, I would have hated it. It would have been like, there's no flavor to this meal. It's just bland. And I'm like, I look forward to that meal every day, even though it's it's really a bland meal. But then in my head, I'm thinking about it. It's training you to appreciate the flavor of each of those things over sure. what we've been trained is flavorful. So we're eating for fuel and not for pleasure. True. And then if you, if you start eating so much, you don't, you don't take pleasure in enjoying it. Right. It's, it's kind of like if you're on the road and you've had a bunch of shitty meals and you go back right. to uh, that one place that you love. Right. And, and, you know, we've done, I'm trying to be realistic about it too. There's a lot of people who do this and they full dive in and they're like, I'm going to control it a hundred percent. And I'm going to always have my meal ready to go. Um, it's not me. It's not going to physically be possible. My kids like going out to eat to restaurants and stuff like that. So we're doing the best we can to follow everything and actually go out and eat. So what's what you find is the typical American dine-out restaurant. That food is really enough for two, maybe even three people that sure. you're ordering on that plate. So mm -hmm. it's just a matter of when you get it, order a box, You know, have them bring a box right out with it, put half of it away. Or me and the wife actually started just splitting meals. It's like we can both only eat the same thing. So it's get a 10 ounce steak and two side salads and you're good to go. You split it. Yeah, that, that's not a bad idea, really. And it actually saves quite a bit of money. So, you know, the plan that I'm on is it's pretty expensive. And I mean, I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. It's like $430 a month for the food. Okay. But if you if you look at what it's it's doing for you, that's money well spent. Yeah, it's it's a spend, but yeah, it, if you look at how much you actually spend, like eating out stuff like that, oh. it, a lot of people don't even factor that in. They're like, "Well, I spend three hundred dollars on groceries a month for a family of four, 
and that's it. It's like, yeah, but okay. You went out to eat three times last week. The cost of going out to eat right now is up like 35% of what it was last year even. Mm -hmm. And you're talking the average family of four is going to spend $120, $140 on a meal out to eat at a halfway decent restaurant. You know, you go to McDonald's, you can still get garbage, but I mean. Oh, you go to McDonald's, you're still spending 40 bucks. Right. Yeah, it's not like it was before where you could go to Taco Bell, order half the freaking menu, and then like go home for 12 bucks. (laughs) The goddamn bacon's here. There's a lot of nuance as to whether something that you enjoy is bad for you, but I'm not knocking TP if it's working for him. Yeah. Um, he's a friend of my channel. He's pretty good. He knows his stuff too when it comes to dieting, and we've gone back and forth. He's like not a fan of what I'm doing, and there's a lot of people who aren't because it's very it's a very rapid weight loss type thing, and like mm-hmm. how do you keep it off once you get off of it? But I guess I don't know that end of it yet. And I'll be completely honest, you know, when it goes back to that, I'm sure I'm going to gain some weight. It's mm-hmm. just the way it's going to be. You're going to gain a little bit back, but how do you how do you control it going forward? So, well, yeah, and it also could be too that if if you if you lose the weight, it it may leave that imprint on you, and and, and you've developed better habits, right? right? Because any, anywhere is going to be better than where you started. So, right, I think it's great. I'm, I'm a lot more into you know, actually working out and exercise than I used to be. It's just, it's been more difficult because I'm heavier and, and that's the way it is. But, you know, if it wasn't for that exercise and working out, I mean, to be honest, at 450 pounds, there's not a lot of people who are moving around. Yeah. And I'm, I'm no slouch. I mean, hitting trails, riding a pedal bike and doing all that stuff is taxing, but you don't see the, you don't see the benefit either because you're never able to really push yourself to the point where you're going to see a, a huge benefit. So, mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Man, I look forward to seeing where this goes for you. That's great. Yeah. I mean, so I guess the, the question we haven't even gotten into is, uh, so where are you from? Who are you? What do you ride? <laughs> uh, Besides the cool pedal bike. I go by Tactical Pineapple. Um, my name we is have James to get into that, life. too. We have IRL. To um, I am from the state of Wisconsin, so I get to ride about three weeks out of the year. Okay. Um, but they're a good three weeks, I'm sure. They're pretty good three weeks. <laughs> it's actually been gorgeous here this year. I can't complain at all. I think I've got since April 100 miles on my car and like 3,800 on the bike. And considering most of my traveling is to and from work, that's pretty damn good. So uh, I don't get out for many rides early in the season. Rides are usually later. This is where the poker runs start kicking in, stuff like that. So then nice. I start getting more miles. Um, but yeah, what do I do? I'm a design engineer by trade and uh, really bad YouTuber for fun. (laughs) So you're not a bad YouTuber. Cool. I've, I've tried to do some other things, some bigger things. And you're actually a part of one of the things that I consider to be one of the best, which was our mental health, uh, panel with gun ownership. And, uh, that's another thing I'm very big in is, you know, gun ownership and understanding your rights and utilizing them. Because unlike many people, I'm actually a convicted felon, but I can actually say no to that now on the ATF 4473 because I've gotten pardoned. So congratulations. uh, I spent 14 years as a restricted individual who loved guns prior and loved guns all the way throughout, just couldn't have them. Uh, So I spent a lot of time in advocacy and, you know, helping people understand 
their rights before they go into a court because the system is set up bass backwards. And oh, for it's sure. Not, it's not designed for people to get away with, you know, uh, making mistakes. It's designed to put people away for minor infractions. And, and the ridiculous part is, is it really comes down to minor infractions will get you thrown in, in prison, <laughs> but stuff that's as serious as sexual assault of a minor who happened to be a student of your classroom will get you six months probation. Yeah. Like, what the hell is that? And I only specifically go that route because literally the individual who was called to court ahead of me the day I was sentenced got six months in prison for that exact offense or six months probation and a five-year withheld sentence. So if he got in trouble in the next five years, he would have had to come back for sentencing to potentially go to prison. Um, and I received literally the same thing for what they call the felony taken drive without consent because I got in somebody who's at a party's vehicle without them knowing, me not knowing either, being completely blackout drunk, and I crashed it a block away. So <laughs> I received a felony conviction that gave me the exact same sentence, uh, that somebody was charged with a misdemeanor for sexually assaulting a child. So that's literally how messed up, you know, the court system can be. It, it's crazy. So, and I love the, I love the fact that you're uh, running with the whole mental health thing. I think that that's, there's never enough people that can be doing that. And I think yeah, that that's I mean, well, really important. You know, for me, a lot of it, and I kind of touched on it during the panel, like, I've never really struggled with mental health. I've been, had a very strong mm -hmm. mental mindset. Everybody goes through bouts of depression or this or that. Some people, it just affects worse. Um, but I saw a lot of people go through some really serious depression, things that really took them under, really kind of messed their lives up because of things that I had seen in my life. You know, um, I saw somebody accidentally take their own life with a gun. Oof. It's another thing, right? Oh, well, how can you how can you be so for guns when you've seen, you know, when you were at a party and watched your best friend accidentally shoot himself in the head? Well, <laughs> he was being dumb with guns. We were all being dumb with guns. We were all mm -hmm. drinking, partying, and shooting pistols in the middle of a field. It was bound to something was bound to happen. So yeah. teach intelligence, teach being good with things. So that's, that's the big thing is, is just, you know, working past it and intelligence and teaching the kids probably is better than ignoring it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, and we can get into this a, a little bit later, but it it's a, it's such a, it's such a strange subject when you take it out of context, because at the rate we're going, if it were out of context, we would have taken away everybody's cars based on an accident, but we don't. And it's, right. it's just insane. Well, that's, that's the reductive argument to it. And, and I get it. Um, we, we, we are, as people have this argument two-sided and I understand both sides of the argument, good or bad. Um, I'm a member of a family who's very against it. Mm -hmm. interesting is finding a common ground they do exist common grounds exist in every argument but today and and i've been guilty of it in the past my channel is very heavily in the past been political very one-sided politically 
I'm not afraid to speak my mind about what I believe, but I also don't try to throw it down people's throats. Mm -hmm. uh, my channel was very kind of driven toward that. And I kind of stopped creating content because it just got boring. It's we're in a country that's so divided right now for literally no reason. It's not even funny. And I found myself being one of the dividing people. So I kind of just said, okay, I'm just going to do live streams and have fun with it. And, you know, I'm starting to bring back guests every other week on my channel and, nice. you know, doing other things like starting TikTok and starting to do that and having fun with it and seeing what happens. It's just, I, I always want to do motorcycle content, but I kind of got political and, and into guns and stuff on YouTube and everybody kind of ranked me as like a gun tuber. And I'm like, but I don't really do anything with guns. I just talk about the politics side. Yeah. Um, so it's like, okay, well, what can I do? So TikTok has kind of been my, like, I'm going to talk about motorcycle stuff over there. And then like, I'm not saying I'm blowing up. I've got like 800, you know, followers on TikTok now, but it's all because like I made a one video talking crap about LEMCs, but not really, not really talking crap, but I just wanted to understand like, you know, what, what the big draw is for this. And then I have a big problem with the whole LEMC thing because I was raised around the MC community, but like, I wanted to understand, tell me, explain it to me. And nobody wants to explain it. They just want to talk crap about it and mm -hmm. defend it. And it's like, okay, but you didn't defend what you're doing. Like you can't, I've never seen an MC indoctrinating somebody where everybody has clean patches. Like, do you ride? <laughs> I've literally seen people put patches on their vests in one city. And by the time we get to another city, it doesn't look anything like it did when they bought it. Yeah. It's like, do, do you not get dirt on your vest? I'm, I'm confused. Like your colors are black and white. And I can see perfect white and perfect black. <laughs> I'm just confused. So, but it was fun. It was funny because to me, I was literally just kind of like, I knew I was going to aggravate some people and raise some king, you know, raise some hell basically. But it was ridiculous the amount of pushback that I got from people just saying like, oh, you don't understand it or the three-piece patch isn't for one percenters. <laughs> right, it isn't. And I'm like, okay, you're starting to bring in history. Now let's let's talk history. You know, well, the, the first three-piece patch was Yonkers MC, and they 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 were they weren't an outlaw club. I'm like, they were the first motorcycle club. Like, you, okay, let's talk history. 1903 Yonkers MC started as a bicycle club into the motorcycle world as motorcycles just began, and they promoted races before the AMA. But all their stuff was sewn on. And yes, today they wear a three-piece patch. But they're also they're also considered the first MC in the world. They've been blessed to have a three-piece patch. No sure. Giving them any yeah. crap. Like, but there's no way that an LEMC can sit here and put a three-piece patch on and say, well, we're just we're we're respecting the culture. It's like kind of defeats the purpose of the culture and the three people in what it signifies. Like, I don't understand. Show me, tell me your thought process here. And then it's, you know, I got into it deeper with people and I'm just like, you don't know me as a person. I, I legitimately research things before I open my mouth because I don't want to sound like an idiot. 
to the point that I, the people who were pushing back on me, I went and I found the bylaws for their club. And I'm like, it literally says if you go to a place where outlaw clubs are going to be, you shouldn't wear your vest. That should tell you first and foremost that you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Like if you can't wear it, then what's the point? Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? <laughs> See, I like to get people worked up. It's a question. I support. No, it's, it, I do. It, it 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 is a good question. I I don't know that much about that, so I can't really speak to it. I um, right. you know, I'm no, a, that's that's me though. Okay, so so you asked who I am, what I do. That's me. That's, I like I, no, I like it. Poke the bear, <laughs> Pen, you know, penetrate, push it. So, so what do uh? So what do you ride? Uh, I have a 2014 Street Glide Special in amber nice. whiskey with the charcoal gray metallic yeah. pinstriping. Nice. You have the same bike as Dallas, except he has a Roglide special. Yeah. So it's the Are same. Are they the same except, year? Um, Batwing Supremacy. Yeah. It's still more. Well, you know, I think that Batwing, they, you know, the Batwings are cute. Oh, you didn't give me enough time of a setup for that one. Jeez. <clears throat> It's okay. And you you uh, just have to decide what camp want. you're in. Are you in the are you in the modern Harley generation, or do you want to be Elvis? And it's okay. We have room for everybody. <laughs> you know, That's if you want right. to if you want to be Elvis, you get your ultra. I get it. I get it. You know, the thing is, is what's so wrong with Elvis? There's nothing wrong with Elvis. He's right? TCB and baby. I just, <laughs> I just give, I just give it crap. I don't care either way. Um, I've never been a fan of the light on the shark nose, and that's my. And big see, thing. this is where it frustrates me because when I wanted a rogue glide, this is way back. They were ugly as hell, and nobody had them. And now it's like everybody has them, and you're like, oh damn, now I'm a joiner. But you know yeah. what are you gonna no, do? I've no, had both no, the road glide is the new Me Too bike. It is. Right, right. It and for anybody is. who gets all mad, I I suggest you go look at Sick Boy on TikTok. He's explained what Me Too is. Because some people get all buttered. They're like, oh, it's the Me Too bike. I'm like, no, it's literally saying it's like, hey, I got a black road glide. Hey, Me Too. You know, that's it's it, I had a street glide, you know, look at him over there with the speakers on his bike and the bat wing and I went to a, a dealer to else is getting crap now. get some work done. And he was going on and on about, well, you know, the road glides a me too bike and Reinhardt's are me too pipes. He's going on and on. And, uh, Hey, hey the beautiful, lovely, badass with mazes in the building. What Mesa, how are you, ma'am? I have to get out to see, I have to get out to Wisconsin museum. Wisconsin is gorgeous. Like I said, three weeks out of the year. Um, I'll just come during one of those three weeks. Yeah. Well, um, they usually happen Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, <laughs> spread out over about six weeks. But it, it's you it can get it in there. Yeah. <laughs> so, I have tried an electric bite again. I, I don't care what they say. Uh, it's uh, it is not a. I, I I thought the live wire was a blast. I mean, it's not a bike I'd want to ride around all day on, but for sure. Supplies. Yeah, no, the electric bikes are are crazy torquey, crazy fast. <laughs> I, I've got nothing bad to say about them, other than the fact that it's an electric bike, right? Um, it's funny watching guys who've traditionally rode like Harleys, and they get on that live wire, and then they like they rev it, 
It's like, okay, so I'm going to explain something to you. There is no revving on an electric bike. <laughs> so when you crack the throttle or the accelerator, <laughs> it goes. <laughs> I've watched on multiple occasions because I, I, I have friends who work at the Harley dealer and stuff like that. And it's literally a joke. We watch them as they're leaving the parking lot. We tell them, don't do this. And every it, it's probably three out of five people who would try the live wire would dump the bike in the parking lot because they try revving the bike. Yep. It's like, okay, I want to explain to you what instant torque is. Well, and, 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 I, and I give Harley a lot of credit. I think, though, for, for pitching to their base – their core audience, it, it's a hard sell. Right. And, you know, cause, cause let's, the thing that they did do well, I give them a lot of credit for when you look at something like Tesla, they at least left the controls in the same places. So you don't have to relearn how to ride a motorcycle, which I thought was extremely important. Yeah. No, yes, I, there, I think there is no crack. To see a company like Harley innovating. It's just, it's one of those situations. Yeah. They, they're just in the wrong market, especially with, with that and and it shows with the live wire itself breaking away from Harley Davidson. They're doing well selling live wire as live wire. Mm -hmm. But they're also selling it without the name. So now it's a $20,000 bike and there's certain Harley dealerships that are literally carrying live wire, so it's interesting to see a live wire next to a live wire, but one has the Harley badge and it's $32,000. And one doesn't have a Harley badge, and it's twenty three thousand. Yeah, and it, it it really does go to show you that um, I don't think it was a quite the thought out plan that it should have been, but it also was. Um, you know, they're obviously a little bit ahead of their their game, but yeah, that that Harley tax is real when you look at a ten thousand dollar difference. It is. So what you're saying is, if I take so I need to get a Rogue Glide that's not a Harley Rogue Glide. Like I have to wait for Rogue Glide to spin off. So what you're saying is you need an Indian? God no, no, <laughs> no. Hey, I, I was at an Indian dealer yesterday. It they they didn't look half bad. So they don't. But my problem with Indian is Indian is Polaris. Polaris screwed Victory. I wanted a Victory Vision in the worst way, so I'm buttered. And so, I also, there's no dealers here. I mean, if you if you travel, like when we we went out and traveled, there's no there's no Indian dealers to be found, you know. So if you break down, you're you're kind of stuck. But yeah, yeah the pursuit, the Challenger. I mean, they're 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 great looking bikes, but I don't I don't know. They don't feel the same to me. Yeah, I'll 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 agree. I know there's a lot of people who got really bad on the victory thing, but at the same time, victory put itself in a position where they had to be bought out and they were bought by a company that was going to carry on the motorcycle tradition, but they were going to do it different. And they also happen to have the Indian brand. If you've got Indian and you've got victory, what are you going to do? Are you going to go with uh, I'm hot right now because Arlen Ness made my mirrors? Or are you going to go with uh, I have heritage? Yeah, but the heritage thing's bullshit, right? Because how long were they not in production? I get it, but Th that's like saying I was know? married to my wife for ten years. I got divorced, and thirty years later we remarried. Honey, we've been married for fifty years. No, we haven't. Stop. To be uh, to be fair, I, I get that hundred percent. The name means something in history, though. 
I get that. And but... and let's and to be completely fair, I love Harley. I do. I, I love my Harley, but and and I have family who work there in engineering, in assembly, in all phases of production, you know, throughout the country, whether they're in Pennsylvania, they're in Tomahawk, they're in Milwaukee. I've got family who works there. They're about 35% made in America. Mm-hmm. The rest is all outsourced. It's all Chinese parts. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's the same with anything anymore. Polaris is Polaris is about 85% made in America, in American facilities. And there's okay. a lot of job shops, even local to me, that are making you know components for those motorcycles. So I give them a lot of credit in putting people to work. And I know it's Polaris, but they've been doing it for years, man. They've been, I mean, Bombardier into Polaris, you know, into now Indian, all that. It, it is, it is big. It's a big deal. You know, they've, they've done a lot of work on local economies and I understand the dealer network, but look at how messed up Harley's deal, dealer network is. There is a bit more exclusivity, and yeah, you gotta may have to travel two hundred miles to get to an Indian dealership that you actually like. Yeah, just I don't know. There's just something. Uh, there's something about them that just doesn't do anything for me. Now I haven't ridden one. I've only sat on them, so you know maybe that will change. Before I forget, uh, Whit didn't realize you were from Wisconsin. Yes, I am from Wisconsin. I am actually in what they consider. East Central Wisconsin now. I'm from <laughs> North Central Wisconsin. I was born and raised in Tomahawk, actually. So um, basically my entire town where I was born and raised was supported by Harley. So I've got the history. <laughs> uh, and then I moved to an area where I'm literally in a suburb of Milwaukee, <laughs> supported by Harley. And my first construction job was working on the Harley facility. So... <clears throat> I, I guess the other thing that bothers me is I felt that Victory, yes, they were heavily Arlen Ness influenced, clearly, but they, they they were different. It was something different. I feel like Indian is just another Harley. I mean, they're not, you know, and and it, but it's it's interesting that to me that they they took the brand that was unique and at least perceived to be more affordable. And put it on. I mean, a lot of the Indians and the 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 pursuit and the challenger aren't, but they they, they to me they, they seem very museum like. Like I don't, I don't know. I think there's a point where you cross a line. Now I will say this: I've had an M8 for a month and a half, and it's a little weird how different it is. It's a yeah. very different motorcycle than the 103. Right. But I, yeah. I you know it, it yeah. goes to progress too. Yep. Yeah, no, that's that's another thing, too, is it, it is the progress. And, and I'm actually more excited about where Harley's going in the next couple of years, um, specifically with their Revolution Motors, the Revolution Max Motors. Um, I know everybody busts, busts the chops on the Sportster S and maybe even the Pan America, but <laughs> that motor's efficiency, as an engineer, I can appreciate the amount of work that went into it. That motor was in testing 12 years ago. So many people are like, yeah, they just came out with this motor and they dumped it. I'm like, I literally, I can say it now because the motor exists. When we were doing the Capital Capital Drive uh, Harley facility and we were updating their dyno room, they were in the middle of testing this motor. They put, I mean, the amount of hours into testing that motor is ridiculous. 
but its output is on par with like if you compare like a a 4.0 motor that Ford puts out to the 4.6 mm-hmm. high output motor that Ford puts out. You know, the the efficiency per liter is ridiculous. So even in, you know, 114s, if you go to a 131, the efficiency of that motor is still at max, you know, a 70% ratio, essentially, your displacement to horsepower. Mm-hmm. But you get into that RevMax motor and you're looking at 85 to 95%. That's on par with a lot of the four-cylinder engines that are coming out of Japan, which is huge. Um, and I've seen that Sportster S personally smoke, you know, freaking... M9 or M the MT MT09s okay just just smoke them and there it's just putting the weight down and getting the power out there you know an MT09 is super fast but you can't keep a control of it but that Sportster S is right there online and it's just going yeah, I mean, Motor Noggin has one. He lo- absolutely loves it. Rides it all over the place. Yeah. So, so now the talk and the conversation is. <laughs> How do they take that 1200 cc motor and put it in a bagger? Well, yeah, I know for a fact that they started with an 800 cc, they did a 1200 cc, and they're also working on an 1800 cc. So that 1800 cc is probably going into the next generation of baggers, and I would imagine that the ST line of baggers is putting themselves in a position to utilize that motor, and that's why the frame changed. I could see that. So I, think I definitely the could next see that. Line of baggers coming out with that Revmax motor is going to be ridiculous. I mean, they're they're certainly going to do something something big for sure. So the difference, uh, Nick, for the one hundred three, it's not good or bad yet, and I don't have a, a fully thought out opinion yet. I just know that the the M eight to me for my particular bike feels like it has no soul. It doesn't have that rumble it doesn't have the shake that the 103 had i will say this my bike in its stage two configuration it's unholy how fast it is compared to my old bike like it's ridiculous so you're losing you're losing sort of that iconicness at least as i saw it because it's good and bad, right? It's cool that it does that, but if you're in a touring bike, it's those things that wear you the fuck out. There's no other word for it. It just does. Right. Um, so, you know, over a month into it, there's some uniqueness to it. Um, I will say I don't think it runs any cooler. At least mine doesn't. It could be the the pipes I have on it. Once I get them off, I'll uh, I'll see the difference. But the uh, it's um, there's more to come from that. But uh, it's it, it, it's going to be it's going to be very interesting to see at what point or how Harley tactically takes on that split, right? Because old Harley and new Harley are going to have to divide. That's coming. I don't think they're going to have to divide. I think well, there's a lot not of- necessarily divide, but there's going to be need to be like in the Pan America and the Sportster S. There's going to need to be a more technically driven motorcycle, and then there's going to be the guy that just wants a motorcycle. Yeah, so I think what's going to end up happening, is, and it's going to be great for Harley if if I'm right, and if I was to push this as, as a marketing guy and an engineering guy, this is what I would say. They need to keep the heritage alive with the history bikes, the historical style bikes, and I think they're setting themselves up with that 
when they're doing these limited releases of these vintage style motorcycles, what you're going to see is that vintage style motorcycle is going to be the big twin and it's going to become a more affordable bike because they're going to be releasing them under the Harley brand shorter, shorter of the cost, you know, but, but can you do that? Because with with the current configuration with carb standards, they're going to have to do away with the V twin at some point. Nah, I don't think so. I think the big the big misconception is is that these these regulations are going to put them under. They've been they've been they've had these regulations in their sights for a long time, and the Harley exhaust is compliant to California already to the standards that they're considering releasing for 2025, which okay. pretty much, which pretty much ensures that through 2030, Harley Davidson is going to be able to continue running a big twin by 2030. Let's be honest. The amount of individuals who are going to be sitting here going, I don't like it because it's new is going to be younger. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a younger crowd anyways. So now you're talking about limited release runs that are going to suffice the individuals like myself who want that big twin. I don't want an electric motor. I don't want the RevMax. I want to see what it'll do. And from an engineering standpoint, I'm really interested in it. But I don't want to ride it. That's cheating. Okay. That's cheating, Dad. <clears throat> I mean, I could, I could definitely see that. I, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm very curious to see and, you know, we were joking about it earlier, but I do think it's true. I do really think that there's going to be a, a shift, and you can see it coming already with the Rogue Glide. The Rogue Glide is going to be that flagship bike, right? That's going to be the Gen Xers Ultra Limited. Because it's, it, it's, it's not your father's Harley kind of thing. Right, maybe. And that's, that's the thing. But there's still going to be the guys. I mean, and specifically, I mean, if you're in the Midwest – it's going to be a hard sell for anything outside of a big twin bagger style bike or a Dyna style, you know, mm-hmm. low rider S's of the world. Um, the majority of people here, it's either you're a sport bike or you're Harley. And if you're Harley, it's because of the twin. And that's really the way it is. We don't have a lot of ADV bikes going out the door here, to be fair. But we also have a lot of trikes being sold, which indicates we have a very old population of people buying motorcycles. Oh, sure. I mean, I thought it I thought it sent a message when they put out the military bike. They put out a trike and they put out a Pan America. Right. I mean, they said what they said. (laughs) It's um, it's interesting. I, I, I don't know. I think the icon collection kind of weird because there's no icon bike this year at least not that we know of not yet the other thing that harley's done over the last two years which is very strategic in marketing um is an attempt to keep their name relevant so similar to doing youtube or anything else the more you have these big (laughs) releases the more relevant your name stays right oh sure absolutely so harley has gone instead of doing an annual release like they had done for so many years they're doing quarterly releases. So you have this drop of this motorcycle, and this is what it's going to be. And then you have the next quarter, you have a drop of, okay, this is the motorcycle. You're not going to see the Heritage bike probably until third or fourth quarter, just because that's the way they're doing it. 
it's an attempt to keep themselves relevant. And what they do with the heritage bike is they're releasing it late in the riding season. So that way they have time to first get them to the floor and second, actually take pre-orders to get numbers up. So Uh, there are individuals who get excited about it. They get the pre-order, they get the numbers, and then they're releasing a specific number, which helps keep costs down. So there's a lot of things that have backed Harley into a corner where they have to try and think differently. And they've got a crew there that I don't necessarily always agree with, but marketing wise, they're doing a lot to stay relevant. Well, I think the, the, the huge shift in marketing for Harley has been seeing smaller names. Well, I would argue they're not smaller YouTubers. Let's, let's call them mid tier YouTubers for lack of a better word. Um, Getting on the key with the 131 motor crate motor going in, you know. Yeah, it's you it's know, crazy. I, it's absolutely crazy. It's it's also the way that. But I, I am gonna I am gonna throw Harley under the bus for not giving wit that Pan America. <laughs> I said what I said, Harley. If you're listening, said what I said. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna say if she's local to me, they should definitely do it because there's Pan Americas sitting in dealerships that aren't even getting looked at. I'm just saying, in the middle that, of Wisconsin, there's not anybody who's buying ADV bikes that aren't BMWs. And there's and and bad. I think that I think if you're going to sell that bike, you need to sell that bike. It needs to be represented by somebody like with that throws down miles. Right. You know, there's the reason that you know it's when the when the 1250 really came to bear, not 1250, the 1200, the RSGS, the GS 1250, um, because of long way. You know, like that, that those bikes are, are for a unique type of rider. And I think giving them to the average Harley rider is just a waste of marketing dollars. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy. And and they do. They, they've, they've understood it, though, that they've got to come to a smaller market because really the, the world is different when it comes to marketing, too. Like you can put all the commercials <laughs> you want on TV. Nobody's watching them. You know, between DVR, you know, the Hulu's, the Netflix, all those things, nobody's watching this stuff. And and what do you do? You're gonna put, you're gonna attach yourself to the Sons of Anarchy series and and Mayans MC, and you're just, oh, I'm gonna promote right there. I'm like, you're not selling to anybody with any relevance. Let's let's be real. Anybody well, and watching it probably already has a bike that they're happy with, and exactly. they know the brand. So you're not creating new sales. So. No, and, and I think that that's really where I would like to see, and, and I think the Sports Arrest hits to that. It's it's starting to get different riders interested and people that may not have walked into a dealership, Harley dealership before, and then they're like, holy crap, is this a Pan America? Yeah, it is. Right. Yeah, it's, and, and um, that's, that's a big thing for the future for them because older bikers, traditional style bikers, are kind of going by the wayside. I mean, even, mm-hmm. even you know, I I hail myself as you know kind of a historian in the mc community i'm not known by really anybody but i keep track of everything and i've got you know my sources and tabs and i just kind of keep track of the history and the reality is is a lot of motorcycle clubs are even changing their culture to bring in different styles of riders and different you know opening up Mm -hmm. that american motorcycle thing because people don't want it anymore and well how do you continue the culture do we allow a different motorcycle in, which technically it's a different attitude, but they're seeing it and they're trying to do something about it. Harley is seeing it, trying to do something about it. But then the older guard, you know, they throw their hands up like, this ain't my Harley. What the hell? 
and and they make a big stink out of it and put put them down. Well, and unfortunately, too, in, in, in social media, especially with Facebook being for its demographic, you're going to hear that the most, right? Because the people that are out enjoying their Harley aren't bitching about it on social media. They're riding the hell out of it. Yeah. I mean, I, I can say hands down that both of my Harleys are the best bikes I've ever owned, period. Um, but again, that's my experience. There's always, you know, the guy that bought the bike and it blows up every five miles. Right. Um, but yes, nuance. I mean, they, well, I think that they've done a long, their marketing campaign with the Nightstar I thought was brilliant because you could see in that video of how much diversity they were trying to include into the brand. I think they did a terrible job with the video overall, but the concept was cool. But again, I, the, the thing that frustrated me with that is it's always the it's always the biker in his garage building a custom bike. What about the people that don't do that? Do you know what I mean? Like, is that market really that strong? And I don't know the answer to that. But <laughs> to me, you could argue that any Harley is a customized bike because nobody has a stock one. And if you do, yeah, I mean, and that's you know. True. Um, but even then, I, I argue the other side of it to other people, too. It's like, well, I did all this. And it's like, oh, congratulations. You did all that. What did you do? You put a bunch of bolt-ons on? Yeah. I'm like, okay, but you didn't build it. Like, it is what it is. I, I, I get it. You did all the work yourself. Cool, man. You made it. You did it up. Cool. And I'm like, I don't, I don't have a ton of modifications to my bike because, number one, I don't take my bike out of service long enough to really do it. Like, like, man, I need a different exhaust on my bike. And and winter comes around and I'm like, I got all these other projects that build up. And mm. it's like, I was going to black, I was going to get rid of all the chrome, d do a full chrome delete this last winter. Uh, I managed to get about 50% of it done and I did it in May. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I didn't touch the bike and I feel bad, but I'm like, other than going out and making sure that the battery's still alive in winter, it's depressing for me to even look at it because... What am I going to do? Am I going to take it outside when it's negative 13 degrees and I got 18 inches of snow up my front yard? No, thanks. Not my, not my gig. So, so what exhaust were you looking at? Uh, I've done, a, I've looked at a couple different things. Um, I don't want to go too loud. That's my issue. It's like, I don't mind loud. I just want the throat. So I've been looking at like the tabs with the baffles Mm -hmm. they're not so bad they give a little bit of a throatiness to it but i'm like at the same time i'm like it's a 2014 <sighs> did, did i just fucking leave it and see what happens so i just for now i just slammed a two inch round bar through the back of it popped the baffles out and we'll call it a day it's opened up it's not i would say it's custom tuned how about that <laughs> okay because i did i spent a lot of time what's interesting is a lot of people take and they cut those baffles out and they're screwed um <laughs> I actually spent a lot of time with a DB meter and, you know, a frequency analyzer to literally go through. And actually I, I rounded everything out and then I literally had a tapered cone that I was going in and I was opening it up until I hit the resonant frequency I wanted. And I tuned both sides to get it right. So one side's a different opening than the other because I have a stock exhaust basically that's just punched out. So to get the right tone, it took time. But I did that. And then same with my bars. I just recently put new bars on the bike. Um, they're my own. I literally, um, four and a half years ago, I went down on the bike. 
bunch of front end damage, nothing really bad. Um, but I had a lot of damaged front stuff. So I literally took damaged handlebars that I had, got everything realigned, straightened them, marked everything out with the new ones, chopped them, cut them, put an angle on them, rewelded everything back together, raised them five and a half inches. And now I've got some 12 inch rise bars that nice. need tweaking, but they're almost right. That's really cool. So it's super cool. I, I look at it. I, I could spend a bunch of money putting all this stuff on the bike, but I'm like, at the same time, I'm, I grew up around a bunch of guys who we all just sat around in the garage on the weekends drinking beer. And I was the 12 year old who got stuck pulling the baffles out of the mufflers for everybody. So <laughs> it's like, that's how we modified bikes. Yeah. And the, 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 the exhausting is so hard because everybody has a different ear and a different tolerance, like cracking Sid tabs. I think the tabs sound good. I didn't like them for touring personally with the zombie baffles. Now I know you can get the smaller baffles in them, but I felt like they lost a lot of, of base. They, they don't have that, that, um, thump that say a Reinhardt has. Right. Um, and it, yeah, it's, it's really hard, especially in this day and age when there's so much choice to really get that right sound. Right. So that's and, pretty and cool. How, to see how many how you make determination because everybody's bike sounds different too. Uh, you know, the, the other thing you know, that a lot of people don't give a lot of credit to is I can take a 2014 street glide just like mine, put it right next to mine. And the two exhausts being identical will sound completely different mm -hmm. because the engine control system does its own tuning and it tunes it to be optimally running for the way it's acting. Mm -hmm. So if you've got a, a weepy rocker box and your bike has picked up the, the lower pressure on the one head, your bike is going to sound completely different because the engine management system is controlling it to be within its normal operating parameters. It's not like it was when it was an 88. And everybody's 88 sounded the same. You know, it was it was the potato, 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 and go. And everybody sounded the same. And that's that's why the selection of exhaust became what it is. Not oh, yeah. I mean, same exhaust, pull it off one bike, put it on one identical to it next to it. And it sounds completely different. And you, you know, you, you you bring up exhaust and the only better argument between that is cam. And then you can just people can argue for days. It's uh, it, it's amazing how polarizing those two topics are. It's, <laughs> like, are. it's much like shark nose, uh, batwing, but, you know. Thank you, Kragen. Yeah, no, that's the that's the debate, and and I and I I'm okay with whatever. Like I've got a lot of guys who're like, man, your bike's too stock. I'm like, well, I can say the same about yours. <laughs> you just happen to. I, I got a buddy who gives me crap all the time. He's like, I got all this stuff done to it. And I'm like, you bought it that way. Like the only thing you've done is changed the grips on it. And I'm like, you want to show, want me to show you how to do this? I just changed my handlebars on my motorcycle in 46 minutes. <laughs> Damn. Like <laughs> let's, let's talk, let's talk about it. It's not that difficult to do it. You know, it's set it up. That's it. You need it. What to change your handlebars? You need a quarter inch Allen wrench. You need a half inch wrench, a nine sixteenths wrench, a T twenty five, and a T twenty seven on a Batwing. And I can literally undo all of those things, drop the fairing away, and get to my handlebars and adjust them 
in six minutes. That's crazy. So it takes 20 minutes to run the wire, which I'm all my my wires, my bars are stopped basically. So I ran the wires, I ran everything outside except for the throttle by wire. Mm-hmm. So take a vacuum, take a string, suck the string through the handlebars, pull your wire through, and you're done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could see that. So, but but I know a lot of guys who spend six hours doing it. And oh, I put a ten inch bars on, and the Harley dealer told me I needed a five inch extension on everything. It's like, no, you didn't. <laughs> now you cut all those wires, and you're colorblind. Thanks. Yeah. I spent the next three days rewiring my buddy's bike because he was colorblind and decided he could do a wiring job. Ooh. Like you may be a colorblind tattoo artist, but to be fair. Your bike's 20 years old. You shouldn't have touched it. Your white wire looks gray. <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> so what are your what are your thoughts on the street glide? I mean, how do you how do you see it? Me personally, I love the street glide. Uh it's kind of it was my it was my choice bike going up. You know, okay. when I grew up into it. Uh, my first bike was a Honda CB six fifty-four. Uh, loved it. Great bike. My second bike was an AMF 250. Yes, I said AMF 250. Um, followed very, very closely by a legit flat track racing bike from Harley that I, that I bought in six milk crates and a frame. Wow. Uh, got that one running and I traded it up and I got into, uh, had a 92 soft tail. That I it was the Renegade package from House of Color. I don't know if remember, if you remember the TV show Renegade. Mm-hmm. The what the yellow with green and purple flames. So I don't remember that, the bike, but I remember the show. Yeah, slick bike, and then it uh I had it dropped, lowered out, Lapera bare bone seat, sixteen inch ape hangers, and a thirty two inch sissy bar. And I was like, that's it, man. Everywhere I went, everybody's like. Where's Steve, you know, <laughs> referring to Steve McQueen, you know, like it's easy rider, you know, good. All right, cool. I like it. As long as you don't make noise with it. And then uh, I actually graduated from college. So I went to college for mechanical engineering well after I was out of high school. <laughs> so um, married, went to college. And as I had all this plans to, I was like, okay, so now I, I want to convert this. I've got all this chopper work done to this soft tail. I'm going to convert it to a soft tail touring bike. I'm going to put some hard bags on it. I'm going to put a batwing fairing on it, do all that work. And the wife's like, you want to do so much to that bike. How about for a graduation present, you just go buy a new bike? I was, it was 38 yeah. degrees. It was 38 degrees outside. I called my buddy who works in sales at Wisconsin Harley in Oconomowoc and said, how much will you guys give me on a trade for my bike? And he goes, the service guys wanted to buy your bike here for a couple months. Let me go ask him. So I get, he goes, it's, he's like, if you drive it here and it's not leaking oil, 5,200 bucks. I said, I'll see you in 45 minutes. I went out, jumped on the bike in a sweatshirt. And I drove 40 fucking minutes south to the dealership, got there. It wasn't leaking any oil because 
I, I had a little weep in the rocker box, and that was it. So it was clean. Service guy comes out, hands me a check. I walk in, and I walked out of there with a street glide the next day. That's awesome. So I'm like, the, I didn't give the wife an opportunity to change her mind. As you shouldn't. I mean, you had permission, but even if it was in I the moment. I never buy a brand new bike again. Okay. Why is that? I bought the 2014 Street Glide Special in the Rushmore package. First year it came out was the first Street Glide Special sold in the state of Wisconsin because it was still winter. I mean, it was okay. still fucking winter. Um, <coughs> I got the bike home, and before riding season even hit, I had three recalls done on it. Damn. So I'm like, eh, this sucks. And they're all recalls, but it's all good. <laughs> yeah, I know that uh, I was reading an article because I had a 2014 as well. I was reading an article and they were saying that that was like one of the worst bikes ever, the the Ultra, because it had so many recalls. But to your point, it got resolved. Right. Like, what well, am I going to do? It's, every by the time, time I bought it, it, yeah. Every time I take it in, they wash it. Like, yeah. That's the other. That's the other thing. Let's trigger some people right now. When's the last time you washed your bike? Uh, well, this bike never. Fair. My old bike, uh, probably probably wash it like every month or so Fair. when I wanted to. Not um, all the time. I hit my bike with the pressure washer for the first time in three and a half years last Wednesday. And by hit my bike with the pressure washer, I mean I accidentally bumped into the bike with the pressure washer when I was moving it. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't wash my bike, and a lot of a lot of people give me crap. I got a guy at work who's all the time. So how long has it been since you washed the bike? And I'm like, I don't know. It was pre-COVID. I went to a bikini bike wash. I've never washed my bike. Either it's been done by the service techs at the dealership who were doing something. Or it was a bike wash event, and I somebody really did a horrible job doing it, but I watched him in a bikini do it, so I was okay with it. Those bikini car washes scare me, but that's okay. It, then you would hate um, – Outlaws MC used to put on one, and I don't know if they still do it down in Milwaukee. Um, it is a topless bikini bike wash um, performed by all the strippers of On the Border in Milwaukee. Um, so <laughs> – you get your money's worth out of your bike wash. I don't want somebody touching my bike. She's not having it. I don't mind. I don't really care. I and that's the other part of me. Like, as long as you're not trying to get on it and ride it, I don't really care. I mean, I've already had enough problems with my dealer. You know, it comes back with like some real light scratch in the fairing that wasn't there or stuff. I'm like, yeah, you know. I mean, things happen. I get it. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's the argument, right? Do you do you do you buy a bike to have it pristine or do you have a bike to ride it? Yeah. Well, you know, I've done more. I will admit I've done more cleaning this season than prior because I'm trying to do a Chrome delete, but it's mostly just paint prep. It's not really cleaning the bike. So Chrome delete is really hard. Um, but especially when you try to do it, like I'm doing it, I'm doing it on a budget. I'm taking all my Chrome, I'm scratching it and then etching it and, sandblasting it and then prepping it and painting it nice i uh i will say having blacked out's a lot better than chrome you don't you don't see it as much it's well, still there it, it is, i'm trying different like i i'm 
I'm that guy. I hate the standard stuff, right? Everybody's putting the spiked handlebars on their bike. And I'm like, I've seen people go over their handlebars before as a first responder and somebody who's gone to these accidents. That's the last thing I want to have spikes on it. But to each their own. Um, so I'm deleting the Chrome, but I'm actually matching all of what would be blacked out Chrome to the charcoal gray metallic pinstriping of the bike. Okay. So all the all the chrome components are now charcoal gray metallic. Nice. So, or at least in process of becoming that. Well, and it, that's good too because it creates contrast. It right. looks a lot better than just a black blob. Right. And and that's that's the other thing. It allows me to pick and choose what I want. So, my exhaust is black. How do I keep my my exhaust nice and clean? Um, I just spray another coat of high temp paint on it. That's, that's <laughs> VHT high temp black. <laughs> that's my exhaust. So that's funny. I uh, I I went through this whole thing where I was like, oh, you know, I want an all blacked out bike. And then I'm like, yeah, but now it's too blacked out. So you got to add a little bit of chrome or a little bit of color here and there because I don't. I've seen a lot of the bikes with the blacked out lights. And I know right. that that's really popular. The smoked out lights. I don't like it because it's too, well, it just it, starts to become it's, one it's, thing. It's the whole trend thing. It's the trendy thing. And, and what's really interesting is <coughs> people who are most opposed to pop culture, you know, the biker community tend to be the ones to grab on and hold on to that trend better than anybody else. Oh, a hundred percent. Think about the first person who was doing blacked out stuff and everybody's like, oh my God, why are you getting rid of all that chrome? You need to polish all that chrome, shine it up, make it look good. And that's how you you, you take pride in your bike. And then now everything gets blacked out. And you've got, and I, I'll admit, there's some stuff out there that looks really slick. You know, you put a, you know, look at the trim. Um, I'm also looking for new vehicles right now other than the bike. And I just saw the other day a Redline Package Chevy Traverse. They have their own issues and whatever, but as far as looks go, a red line package, all black, blacked out traverse looks slick because they did one thing that a lot of people don't. They added the contrast color. And what contrasts black so perfectly? Red. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You heard it here first, folks. And and if you look at that package, it's like – they literally did like the bevels of the the trim letters in red, so it's not even like just a flat surface. It's something that it just completely throws your eye. Yeah, and it's like, damn, that's slick. But I'm not paying twenty thousand dollars more for it. Well, yeah, <laughs> maybe all blacked out one and a can of nail polish, and I'm good to go. They give me crap for having a two tone bike. I'm like, I don't know. I think they look better if if you get the right combination. Yeah, you know. And again, that but again, that also speaks back to what we're talking about. That's classic Harley is that two tone look. So right. <clears throat> yellow, yellow and black, black rocks. rocks. Yes, it does. <clears throat> Dominic uh, just got a new bike. Oh yeah. Yeah. Everybody's getting new bikes. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could say that I actually got mine for me. I got mine for the kids, but in 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 heart, it's for me because the goal is to get one of the two kids so hooked on motorcycles that by the time they're old enough to ride one on the road, I can just give them mine and start over. Because the wife is like, you are not buying another new bike. But I'm like, well, if I give one to the kids, then yeah. I have to get one. 
I mean, what are you going to do? Right. And, and, thinking and of the kids. The other one is too, is I also triggered, I put myself, I positioned, I'm going to give this away. She won't see this. So it's okay. Uh, I bought a dirt bike for the kids, right? Well, once they start getting into trail riding, my fat ass ain't running after them. Yeah, you're going to need one. I'm going to need a dirt bike. <coughs> so so now I have to go buy a Sportster and I have to off-road the dirt bike because it's got to be Harley. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. Wait, you got rid of – wait, we got rid of her Sportster. Did I miss something? Uh, she says, I have no bike. Oh, you sold it to a friend that wants to ride. Okay. So I guess that brings up the question with what are you buying? She's going Rogue Glide Nation. I know she is. No. She's from Wisconsin. She'd never buy a shark nose. You would buy a shark nose. Yes, these hats are available at uh, <laughs> Route 32 Riding Gear, where you can get all your riding gears. Um, oh, I should have done that better. I should have came up with a better sound clip. That's right. And they also, yeah, you know what he has? My bry is perfectly available and That's already right. there. For Act you now. At Route 32 Riding Gear. You can even buy mini replica guns that you can put together and take apart. They're really cool. I was, playing, I was checking them out. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah. a big kid. It's, it's, we're all just big kids. It doesn't matter. There's people out there like, I can't do that. That's too childish. I'm like, yeah, you're the first one to pick up the Rubik's Cube on the sales guy's desk and start playing with it, aren't yeah. you? Exactly. So it's awful. She's saving up. Oh, this could be interesting. She'll be renting until then. That doesn't sound like saving up. Yeah, but then she mentioned she mentioned Road Glide a little bit. Not Road Glide. She mentioned Indians. So are we gonna see a change? Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> don't don't go to fuel power sports with they their sales guys are okay. They I I'll say this, okay. My review of them is going to be incoming, but Fuel Motorsports or Power Sports, you'll know it, but it's local to Wisconsin. It's in it's actually in West Bend, Wisconsin. Um, their sales staff was okay. Their sales managers unwilling to work deals at all unless it's pre-owned, pretty much. And considering I've did finance a dirt bike and I just said, okay, I'm gonna pay cash for this, two helmets, some riding gear, all this stuff. Outdoor like three grand. Come on, what kind of a little discount can we work here? Not asking for much, just you know, work with me a little bit. Unwilling to work with you at all. And then the parts guy screwed up. I'm like, I bought the training wheels kit for the bike because they're still young, trying to work them into it. And I know some people say good, some people say bad, but makes the wife feel a lot better. It's basically it's a four-wheeler. Yeah. So I get the training, I get the training wheel kit. I get home and instantly I go to pull the brake lever off because you got to pull the brake lever off to put this bar on. And I'm like, this isn't going to work. And I look at the new brake lever and the old brake lever and they're completely different. I'm like, okay, maybe there's a different connecting bar to the brake. All right, I'll get it ready. I'll get everything put on. And then I'm looking at it and there's no connecting bar. So I'm like, okay, maybe I got to throw this switch over here, move this, do that. I did a bunch of different things. And finally I looked at it and I'm like, this isn't going to work. So I looked at, other models of the bike to see if there would have been a difference. And sure enough, the only bikes that they sell in this, and, and I just bought a Chinese bike. So it's an SSR SR70 auto, you know, bike. It's a four stroke, just crack the throttle and go. As long as there's throttle left, it's going to continue going faster. Tops out at like 35, 40 miles an hour. 
but they only sell the auto variant at this dealership. They have an SR70 base model and they have an SR70C. He sold me the training wheel kit for an SR70C that he had in stock. You don't even sell that freaking motorcycle. Oh, I didn't know there was a difference. You're the parts guy behind the counter that I was told to go to for this. And you didn't know there's a difference? You've never sold one with training wheels before? I'm sure your techs have put one on and complained about it. Yeah. No, I get home and I got a brake lever that doesn't work. So I got kids that are excited to go on a ride. And I'm like, eh, it's not going to go fast enough to, to cause any issue. Anyways, there's front brake and it's got training wheels. I can let them test drive it. And then my three-year-old son goes 30 miles an hour into the swing set. So <laughs> maybe if there was a back break, he'd have been better off. But uh, whatever. He survived. No it's injuries. fine. A little bruised chest. should have gotten the one with link breaking. <laughs> well, next time what I figured out is uh, until he's figured out how to do it, I'm not going to put the uh, tether rope to him. I'm going to put the tether rope to me. So when he gets out of range, I'm going to just yank it, and then the bike stops. So, that's a really good idea. So I figure that's probably better off than attaching it to the two-wheel. <laughs> he came off the bike, but he didn't go far enough away from the bike that it actually even stopped. <laughs> but in true, in true three-year-old boy fashion, he stood up, kind of looked at me crying a little bit, and I said, what are you doing? And he got, he's like, I want to go again. And I'm like, that's my boy. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's, NC's got the thing. He just needs RDRS. That, that'll fix it. Yeah. That's worth the upgrade if you haven't tried one with RDRS for sure. Hey, Ty, what's going on, sir? Yeah. Uh, Mr. CBO is in the house. <laughs> no, so wait, wait. Ty from Tennessee. He's the CBO guy. He's got a CBO and a sports dress. Ooh. So he's. Into affliction and leather vests. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's the joke, I, right? What are you gonna do? I, I I have to admit, some of them CVOs look slick. I mean, you remember that? I don't know what 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 they called the color that green. And yes, I know it was a road glide. Green, <laughs> the that like pearlescent green with the eagle decal over the fairing. Sweet bike. Oh. It was different. It was the different. One, the and one it, that I really wanted and I couldn't find. Well, part of it is obviously too that I wanted a limited, but the was it 2020 or 2019? They made the one with the with the with the white racing stripe. They made the red and the blue one. They're really hard to find, but they were uh, a a yeah wow. Roguelite limited. Roguelite. I'm sorry, Roguelite special. It was it was the same. It was I think it was right after the year with the Eagle, right before. There's some cool bikes. Yeah, yeah, definitely cool. I mean, other than the road glide. <laughs> but again, road glide. Telling you, man, road glide's where it's at. It's, it's what all the I, cool I kids what, are doing. It is weird for me as it, it, it's only been weird just riding it, and I've not put enough hours on it for it to be comfortable. And I know it's it's completely just a putting hours in thing for me. I, I just haven't done it. Um, it's even when I put the higher bars on the street glide and going from literally stock, I drove that I drove with stock bars for seven years on that bike. And you know, you grow comfort with it. It's not huge, but 
man, I put them bigger bars on it, and I'm like, man, this thing rides like a road glide because it's just you got so much more leverage again, and it's been it had been since like 2012, 2013, well, no, 2013. And it was since 2013, early 2014, that I had rode with taller bars. So I went from 16-inch A-pangers to stock street glide bars, and then I rode with those forever until this winter. I'm like, I just got a wild hair. I'm like, I got these bars just sitting there, and I've got plenty of resources. Chop, cut, rebuild, weld, and fit it all together. And now I got these bars that are in desperate need of remolding the, the corners, but I'll get around to it when I do. Uh, right now, the bars actually tip up at the end, so it kind of puts your hands in a weird position, but not <laughs> The, I'm actually um, getting used to that position. So there's a, there's a lot to be said for putting the right bars on a bike because my uh, my limit my ultra had uh, stock bars and then I went to 12s and it was like night and day. Yeah, they because I could them. actually right. I could actually turn the bike where before my arms were like stretched out and underneath me it was terrible. Right. Hey, Nicole. Yeah, and and it's it's all in what you get used to too though. I mean, I I would say. I, I'm more cautious with taller bars right now because I'm getting used to it again, probably. But, uh, you know, I scrape the, I scrape the bars underneath the bags most of the time and my paint under my bags hates me for it, but that's why they make vinyl. <laughs> there you go. It's Nothing you can't replace. Put some new vinyl underneath it and call it a day. I'm trying to fit in with dumbasses. That's just mean. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying you're mean. Dallas, he called you a dumbass. I'm just letting you know, buddy. Could have been me. That's okay. Yeah. I, I think yeah, I mean I the guy's name is Big James. Buddy. Anybody whose name is James can't be trusted. That's fair. By the way, my name's James. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a uh, just and got I'm a big, so technically you are yeah. me. Yeah. So Got a notification. My windshield's shipping. It'll be here Saturday. I can't wait because that's another thing I realized that low windshields are terrible on the highway. I mean, I knew that before, but I was kind of stuck. I didn't have another one when I took a trip. I was like, let's really trigger some people. I have no problem with my stock Harley windshield and my Rurock 2.0 helmet. On a stock seat? Uh, well, it's not a stock seat. Uh, I've got a I've got Sorry, a sundowner seat on it. Okay. I actually, I actually respect my spine when I'm going over 300 miles. <laughs> so I do have a two. I have I do have a comfortable two up seat because the wife at one point rode with me. Um, now that I have children, she will never get on it again. Is what she told me. So I took the backrest off, and then she okay. got mad at me for taking the backrest off. And I'm like, well, at least nobody else is riding it, right? Yeah, and you look cooler, and that's really what it's about. I just didn't like the backrest. It's like if I want a backrest, I put it behind me. Not why do yeah. I need it for a two-up? Like nobody else is getting on it until the kids get in. Then I have to modify that for the kids. So that's gonna be a great day when you get to take the kids on the bike. Uh, it's gonna happen this September. Nice. So uh, my daughter has been to every Harley parade during the rallies so far, and this year she said she wants to ride the bike. So we're going to be in the, the parade in Milwaukee and she wants to ride. So nice. Uh, we'll see how that goes. I may end up with her behind me and my son in front of me, which could be dangerous because he, like I said, has no fear. 
Um, he's been starting my street glide for over a year. So he's the reason that I no longer keep my keys in my bag. Um, so I don't have to take those away. But what's up? That's funny. <laughs> but I guess little pineapple here is exhausted. I do kind of have to cut off for the evening. Get All right. Sleep. Uh, I do appreciate being on though. This is fun. Oh, anytime. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm actually gonna stay on till probably ten. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna drop the, drop the link in the side chat if anybody wants to jump on. Ooh, gonna live dangerously. We'll play, we'll play roulette. <laughs> I'm not. I'm gonna regret this in the morning. But right now. <laughs> yep. And needless um, to say, shots are not there, so you're probably not gonna regret it nearly as bad, right? Yeah, that's Joe. I've had a couple of those live streams. They're not fun. So. <laughs> I know. I've seen a few of them where. Yeah. Uh, did Rogers fall asleep? <laughs> yeah. I was out for the night, but uh, that was awesome, man. Thank you so much for coming on and hanging out. Yeah, and thanks. Bye, Princess Pineapple. I hope you have a great night. All right. I appreciate bye. it. Take Anytime. It Bye-bye. Thanks for hanging out. It's been good. It is Anytime. bedtime for the kiddo, and then it's adult time for daddy. Bye. Well, awesome. Well, you guys have a great night. Thanks so much for hanging out with bye. us tonight. <laughs> bye. Bye. Guys, I threw the link in there if anybody wants to jump on. We're going to stay on until probably 10. But uh, that was a great conversation. And we haven't uh, – man, it's it's great to be with you guys again. It's It seems like it's been forever. And uh, it's been, what, three weeks. But it, it feels like it's been forever. But it's always good to be back. And, uh, yeah, so I have, um, have a windscreen coming in for the bike. I have pipes on order. And I've got a ton of projects – to do on the bike so i'm looking forward to that hopefully i'm going to start getting out the upgrade series for the bike uh starting next week and uh we can uh we can see where we take it but uh yeah i'm really uh, i'm really looking forward to this riding season <clears throat> uh Wow. Droop didn't miss me. That's 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 terrible, Droop. So Corey, I am going with Chromeworks two into two eclipse pipes. Um, I actually had a very lengthy discussion with them on the phone today. Um, if you guys have seen the ultra, I had uh, they provided me with a uh, a pair of slip-ons. I loved them. I wasn't able to the way things worked out to take them on the road to the road glide with me. Um, so I am actually purchasing a pair of uh, Chromeworks pipes, but um, I'm really looking forward to it there. Um, I've never had two into ones. And from what I've heard with the sound that, that I, I love the sound of the Chromeworks and uh, the finish um that eclipse finish is really different. It's, it's more like a CVO and I thought it'd be really cool. Cause a lot of people think that my bike is a CVO. Um, so I thought it'd be really cool. Oh man. Now we're, now we're going to lose all our subscribers. <laughs> what up, hey, How's it going? What's going on, buddy? How you been? Been good, man. Been good. Uh, great live, man. That, that, uh, tactical pineapple. He's a cool guy, man. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a cool dude. Absolutely cool, dude. So, yeah, so they're going to be uh, all, whoa, 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 whoa. I am not, Moto Naga, I can tell you right now, you are not worthy to what's about to happen. You ready for this? I 
Mind blown. This is where I tell Wit, I rode 600 miles this week. I mean, it took me all week, Wit, but I got it done. It's going to be short on my end because I got to put kid in bed. So I can't see you. 10 minutes of screen time. So, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. It was so great for you to stop in. Hey, Ben. Good. Yeah. Good. So you actually sold your bike, really? Mm -hmm. Oh Again. man! Um, it's hey, a little one. That was looking at our bikes probably last year, and he was—he saw the ad that I posted on Facebook Marketplace just to get feelers out, and he decided, "Yep, this is the bike I want," and he's gonna learn how to ride on my bike, which is kind of cool. And it didn't go far; it literally went like a town over. So I can't complain. Oh wow! And I know so where's Hubby? No upgrade. I'll take it back. Is your husband's bike still? No, do you still have that? No, he sold his in April of this year. So we have no okay, bike. Okay, I totally road. missed that part. Okay. Wow. Yep. He uh -oh. wants to go more uh -oh. overlanding style with his Chevy Trail Boss. Like he wants to trick out his truck to do all, all the overlanding stuff. So his priorities have shifted to that than riding. Like he'll still rent bikes with me. That's that's what he's envisioning, but. Yeah, we have no motorcycles in the garage right now. So, okay, man, that's got to be weird. <laughs> yes, that's got to be weird. It is. It's like every time I open the garage, I was like, "Oh, dang!" And it's a gorgeous, like gorgeous time in Wisconsin right now to ride, and I sitting, sitting waiting. You got me thinking about a Bronco, though, man. I keep seeing them everywhere. Full size, most like I, I would go full size if you could. Like I want full size. I um can't afford it. Yeah, I mean, I work from home, so it, it's kind of pointless for me to even look at a car. It's but um, Kate's coming up to the point where we got to replace her car, and I'm like, there you oh. go. I love it. Uh, you know, I don't know. She she's hell bent that she wants to buy the Mustang electric. Oh, the Mackie. Yeah, we took one out for a nice. test ride, and I damn near snapped my neck. Okay, that that'd be okay with that too. Because I kept telling her, I'm like, you got it. We had it in un what is it? unbridled mode. It's the super sport mode or whatever mm -hmm. it is. And I'm like, you got to put your head into the seat. You got to put your head into the seat. <laughs> well, as I'm telling her this, I'm not doing it. No. Nope. And I went to take off, and I was like, oh, that was a bad idea. It <laughs> <laughs> was a really bad idea. That's fantastic. <clears throat> oh, that's yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> Sonaga, what's going on? Did you get your uh, you got your uh, your custom light fixed? Yes, I uh, got that all set, um, and uh, I'm actually going to be doing some bars tomorrow. Uh, me and Upstate Rider are going to put some bars on the uh, Sportster S. I got the um, and and you know I, like Harley kills me with this stuff. Like so, they call them the reach. They call them reach handle bars, and they're like mini apes, you know. And I'm like. Why would they call them reach handlebars? Like, you know, they're, they're mini apes. Like, you know, but anyway, um, I was going to put a set of risers on because, like, the position on it is good, but you're just – you're very forward all the time. So just to be able to, like, kind of just sit back a little bit will be more comfortable. And then if I want to lean into it, I can, you know, but I'm not, like, stuck like that all the time. So um, I'm going to do some bars, and uh, that's kind of what's coming up um, for me. Nice. What size are they? 
Um, I don't even know. You go with sixteens, eighteens. What'd you go with? No, 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 no. I think they're only like because the ones that come on there are like they're they're like kind of like uh, moto bars. Um, so I think these are like six or eight inches, but it's um so they're not super big, but they're just gonna get you know. And because I think I think big bars on the sports dress would look would look weird, you know. Yeah. Kind of like this low profile cafe style, you know, whatever. And um, so yeah, I mean. They, they actually have them out for the Nightster. It's hilarious. They already have like all this stuff out for the Nightster. And here we are with the sports dress. Really can't buy anything. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, that's, that's unfortunately, that's the, uh, the issue with buying the new, the new bike. Right. Yeah. So what, what's, uh, are, are you leaning towards anything? Are you thinking about anything? What, what's, uh, there's turbo road glide maybe. What, what are we looking for? <laughs> There's two possibilities. For me, okay. my main focus is finding a bike that I can do the long distance rallies like the Iron Butt Rally on. And so that's probably going to be my first purchase. So depending on what it is and where it is and what I, yeah, I'm still okay. up for it. So Nice. Well, if, if let's just say it was between a road glide and a street glide. You know, we'll leave Indian out of this. Oh, um, that's a good point. We don't know which. Where do you fall in this with? Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, are, are you Shark Nation or are you? you, know, <laughs> you know? I've actually never um, ridden the Rogue Glide yet. If I'm being, I honest. thought you did. Oh, it was Heather. Mm -hmm. It was Moto Blonde that yeah, did. I that, was thinking it was her you. Husband has it right or something? Yeah. Um. No, I only rented the Street Glide when I was out in like the Blue Ridge. <laughs> like parkway all of, like out in tennessee area but i haven't actually ridden the road glide yet so i can't quite say just yet but from looks like i prefer the street glide look it's just it just doesn't quite fit me right that's well. fair so that's that's absolutely fair i was just curious because you're a long distance rider too if you yeah. found yeah you know one to one to be better than the other interesting hard to say i will say it's a lot taller than the ultra I mm -hmm. thought it was in my head. I was like, why is this bike so hard to move around? It is. And then I looked it up last night. I'm like, oh, it's not in, it's not in my head. <laughs> so I was struggling. I was like, wow, this is hard to move. Uh, oh, busted knuckle, unsubscribed. Oh, well. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we need to not ask questions like this anymore. We're dividing no, the nation. This is good stuff. Um, so Sending the out the herd. Here. The lowrider ST. What do you think of that? I mean, that's performance. It's, it's, it's. You know, supposed to be, you know, could that be the perfect mix? You think? Or? Uh, so I had a chance to ride um, it, not the ST version. This was last year out in Hawaii, and it was like fantastic. But I have a good friend, Maggie Hicks. She just has the new lowrider ST, and like absolutely <laughs> freaking loves it. So, I, like. like possibility but like i need that comfort cruising touring yeah. type style too and i don't know if that's quite what i'm looking for but i'm right, definitely gonna right. go out to vegas and rent it because i know they've got that one and the road glide st i think they've got both of them out there to rent right now so maybe i'll do both that will be good <laughs> there you go yeah <laughs> that would be cool yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my first iron butt on my uh, sports dress. So. Yes, yeah. do it. The year yet? Or are you still planning for? Oh, still... we should do it together. 
Yeah, dude, I'd be down. I mean, I'm still, I'm, uh, I had. I can I, carry I, all the water. I tore, I tore my, uh, yeah, I tore my bicep. And uh, so I had surgery on it and they put it back up and I'm riding now and stuff. But um, I just want to make sure it's it's good to go. You know, I want to get like 500 into it and be like, oh, you know, my arm's not really feeling Shit, that. Shit, I got a half, oh yeah, a half of this left to go. That makes sense. <laughs> no, that'll so, be exciting. Oh, yeah. let me know if you need like help or I guess like pointers or things like that. Like I help in a sense of like looking over routes and making sure that they're. Yeah. I I've never did anything like that. I mean, I, I, I rode down to the baggers and Bruce ride in New Jersey, mm-hmm. which down and riding with them and back was about a thousand miles, but it was, I did spend the night. So I did get arrested on the way back. Like I was definitely feeling it, you know, <laughs> yeah. just kept going. Right. Yeah. That's the, the, that was the disappointing of my trip. I didn't realize how bad that low clock, low, uh, like clockworks was going to be on the highway. Like once you hit like 60 or 70 and then not having my highway pegs, I'm like, you know, all the great things that I needed aren't on this bike. <laughs> We're going to fix that though. Yeah. I, I, I'm really looking forward to trying that. I think that'd be good. <clears throat> I like that. We could have it like a sports duress and a road glide limited. Yeah. Go for a one K tour. As long as you like stopping for gas about every 120 miles. <laughs> Well, we're going to be doing 120, so it'll be sooner than that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, how many how many miles per gallon are you getting on that? I don't even know. I okay. mean, Mine's I, like 51. I couldn't believe it. I was like, holy crap. Yeah, I, I have a range, but I don't have a guide, so it won't tell me. But, I mean, I feel like when I ride it on the highway, the range will go up. It kind of goes off of your – your, you know, last riding type where if I ride in the city and I let it warm up a little more on cold days, you know, go down. But yeah, I mean, I, I've had all the way up to 130, 140 where it said that. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd like to, I definitely want to pick your brain as she walks off. I'm still talking to her. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm so <laughs> No, no, I'm I felt bad. I'm I was like talking to you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to pick your brain for an iron butt. I think that'd be fun. Even and I'm not even worried about getting the certification for it. I just want to do it. You know, oh, I want to. I still think you should. The thing is, like, that I released this year. If you're new to. Like part of the association, <laughs> and you ride with a rider that already has an iron butt number, your like fee for your iron butt ride is then comped for that first ride because you rode with an iron. Butt oh, I didn't know that. And what is oh, no. what does that fee go for? Cool. Um, I think it's just for like the volunteers that put in all their hours towards the verification and whatnot. So okay. Oh no, I'm sorry. How much does it cost? Um, depends on what you get. I know like if you just get the digital, like the offer printout ones now too, it could be like 20 bucks or if you Oh, so it's not expensive. I didn't know when you said fee. Yep. What's going on, Dominic? What's up, Bri? Can you hear me? Yeah. I can see you're in the store working late. Yeah. Yeah. And hard at work. Hard at work. Never a moment's peace when you own it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a, I'm I'm going to get my highway pegs fixed hopefully next week and the screen comes this weekend. So then it's time to see what the bad boy will do. But right now I'm kind of in hurry up and wait mode. Oh, you and me both. I, I ordered my pipes. Uh, I got uh, the same ones I mentioned earlier, the freedom, the long, long uh, freedom ones. And I'm missing one little bracket for my bag. 
oh and, no and they're like good luck that'll be six months yeah they're saying it could be a minute so <laughs> i got my rep over at, uh over at uh, tucker looking at freedom trying to get me one um but i might have to go bagless for a little bit <laughs> yeah that's fine bags are overrated <laughs> you have to make a choice for sure so what's uh what's coming up for this year with and so i mean obviously you're still gonna be riding you have any big rides planned who are you asking? Wit. <laughs> I got you. We're having a domestic dispute back there. Someone call 911. This kid's out of no, control. No, she's going to the bathroom and she's singing to herself. And I was like, oh, this will be pure entertainment if I <laughs> I miss those days. Hey, I like uh, it, man. So I, I sing to myself days. in the bathroom. <laughs> I know it's fun. <laughs> We're gonna mute. Um, so I originally planned to take my husband out to Sturgis, but I don't. We're kind of going a different route this oh. year instead. So I'm not gonna be at Sturgis. We're going out to Puerto Rico, actually. So oh, very I'm nice. gonna try to do some renting out there. I'm. I don't know if anybody knows of anybody or a place out there that's. A little bit less sketch than the websites I've been looking at, but I want to do some probably like ADV riding out there in Puerto Rico. For that. Nice, so, very nice. Look forward to seeing that. I know. And then there's the rally for um, Harley in the museum over Labor Day weekend. So that's okay. My end. Of and then next year's the big one, right? What's that? Next year's the big Harley rally think so i think so okay oh yeah that would make sense because it's 03 so. yeah so james i mm -hmm. i i um i sp not spun i don't know what you call it but i rounded out the uh the bolts they the bike was stored at the shore at some point i don't know if it rusted the bolts but i rounded them out so i gotta have a Train professional look at them because I'm stupid. I, the dealership was going to fix them and when I left. They're like, oh, we'll adjust them. They didn't know they were stuck. And uh, I was so excited I left. And then I was like, oh, I shouldn't have left because now I stripped them. But now eh, we can do. Just cut them off. <laughs> oh, there you go. Somebody, NC's got a question for you, Dominic. Do you take, uh, you take calls for that stuff, right? Absolutely. I'm putting in the yes. number now. Okay. That's funny. Dom, do you sell uh, first manufacturing vests? Uh, online only, not in-store. Okay. Uh, they're custom stuff you have to order from them, unfortunately. I, I don't have those. Yeah. yeah I, I picked one of those up a little while back, and uh, they're nice vests. They're, they're good quality. Hey, Colin. I don't really know because I haven't had that many vests, but I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy with the one that you know I got from them. It seems like they're they're solid. Yeah, they're on par with the other company I carry. The other company I carry is called Unique. Uh, they're a little oh, more yes. local, yep. local to us. So uh, they're really great people. Where is local for you? I don't know. Uh, well, I'm just outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah, we're neighbors, not literally, yeah. but close enough. Colin, how you feeling, buddy? Bronco ride's been under the weather, so it's good to see him out. <clears throat> Too many people are getting sick. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sorry, get it out of the way now, and then that way when, you know, the winter comes and everybody, you know, oh, you know, we'll be like, oh, we're good. We already had it. 
Yeah, let's hope so for sure. Uh, yeah, winter winter's been no fun the last few years. That, that's definitely for sure. Yeah, if anything has been any fun the last few years. So, how's the new bike, Dominic? Tell everybody uh, about the bike. It's very nice. It's uh, I got a uh, 2020 Heritage uh, 114 Special. Uh, I only had 601 miles on it, and I uh, picked it up for uh, 16k. It was a really great wow. deal. Considering every every uh, dealer I called wanted twenty one to twenty two for a one hundred seven, grabbing that for sixteen with only six hundred miles was a steal. You said it had a one fourteen on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh damn. Yeah, it's a nice. it's a Tunisian teal is the color. It's kind of a girly color, so I needed it uh, Shirley. Okay. Yeah, but there's something to be said about that teal, you know. Yeah, everybody seems to love it. I, I mean, teal's I wanted, a nice color. I wanted the green. I wanted the green and black, and I wanted the 107 with the chrome motor. But with that kind of deal, I don't care what color it is. It could be <laughs> pink with unicorns yeah. on it, and I'd be riding it just the same. No, they only make that in the Sports to Rest package. <laughs> I'd be riding it. <laughs> as long as it's not black, I'm interested. It's once it's only black, it's like, oh, we have this black bike. That's nice. For that price, I'd have been riding the black one too. I don't care. I actually almost bought a black one, but they wanted five hundred dollars more. So guess what? There you yeah, go. Teal. <laughs> I think teal was a good color. Was the um that was last year, wasn't it? Or two years ago? Two years, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You said it, that. It's growing on me. Like like a fungus, because they they had that in the uh, they had that in the uh, Road Glide Special. I thought it was really good looking. It's yeah, really good it'd looking be a better looking on a bigger bike with a lot more surface. Yeah, and what's cool is in the light parts. If you look closely, there's little bar and shields. Really? Yeah, you have to really look close. They're very tiny, but that is the it's like a pattern of little bar and shields through the lighter part of the teal. Oh, huh. Mm-hmm. Never saw that. Interesting. Ty said he had a, I don't know how to say that. Ta, is it triathlon teal street glide? Tahitian. That's the same. I guess it's oh, the same Tahitian. one. Yeah. Yeah. I can't read. That's the same color. <laughs> I'm from upstate New York. <laughs> Black Harleys are unique. Sure they are. <laughs> Nobody has them. <laughs> Bunch of yahoos. Mm-hmm. So what are you gonna do, Dominic? Are you going to uh you going to any rallies this year? We gotta get you out. You gotta you gotta get you out and about. You gotta get your mind that counter. Yeah, well, you, you gotta find somebody to work the store for me for that to happen. So Moto no, Naga, he did six hundred miles in a day. He's in. He likes, <laughs> he likes beer. New Hope's got beer, he's in. Yeah, dude, I'll, I'll come down and work the store. You let me know. <laughs> Maybe me good. and Moto Noggin could take it over. It'd be like Jay and Silent Bob running yeah. your store. It'd be great. Only if you broadcast it live. Oh, absolutely. We're doing a takeover. We're going 50% off anything leather. <laughs> Good news is we sold a lot of things. Bad news is Noggin was in charge of the pricing. It didn't go well. You know, yeah. I mean, the good news is you have more time to ride because you're now bankrupt. I mean, <laughs> you, you can look at it both ways. <laughs> All kidding aside, Noggin, you got to get down there in New Hope. New, you'd like New Hope. New Hope's nice. Yeah, no, I definitely want to check it out. And um, I had a great time when I came down there for the <coughs> ride. And, uh, you know, definitely would like to check that out. And uh, um, they, they were talking about Ocean City, um, Ocean City Rally. It's in September. 
And um, I think I'm definitely going to get down there for that because I'm going to kind of plan for that. I feel like I'll be back by then, you know, and uh, I hear it's a good time. I've never been to Ocean City, so I hear it's a really nice place. Yeah, I um, this is heartbreaking to even say out loud. I had everything booked for Daytona and then I couldn't do it due to work. And I'm like, oh, but it's fine. It's always next year. Next year it'll be uh, next year. Next year I'll be able to ride down, which will be even cooler. So, yeah, yeah. I'd hate to show up to a rally without my bike, especially if it's the first one I've ever been to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I flew here. What a delightful flight it was. Huh. Yeah, you not know, and I don't. Kids. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I, I'm not opposed to doing it. I guess in my mind, though, I really wanted to ride. Um, oh, yeah. It's just, oh, I had so many good opportunities too. But next year, next year it'll happen. It's so, are you talking about like, uh, like Toberfest? Are you? Yeah, I was going to go to like Toberfest, oh, okay. and uh, I had everything locked in, and then some things changed. And I was like, oh, come on! I want to be an adult. I want to be a biker. But being an adult's going to have to win out this year. Just say you got COVID and go. You know? <laughs> yeah. And the next day they're like, hey, Bri, we loved your video when you were at Daytona. Great job. I'm doing lives. Screw the man. I don't need my job. I just get a letter from HR. Get a, get a, the, the company's YouTube channel will comment on my video. Love your video, Bri. Hope you feel better. Yeah, that, no, that wouldn't end well. Is Bri calling out to beard? I don't know. Why am I calling out the beard? Yeah, I, I love know. the beard like a brother. I mean, not a brother that I talk to, but like a brother. <laughs> no, nah, the beard's awesome. Yeah, he's cool. He's cool. All those guys are. So I definitely got to get out there. And I, I want to get to your shop and, uh, you know, support support your business. And uh, I'm still if waiting come, on my rain you, gear, you know. <clears throat> if you come down one weekend, we can hook you up. We can uh, we can do a little tour, hook you up with dinner. be great. Yeah. I know when you come down, it might have a place for you to stay too. So, cool, cool. You're gonna have to stay at the Route 32 store. I hear it's nice, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can keep it. You can be like the shop dog. Right. Be like, oh, we accidentally left him in there. I'll sleep anywhere. I mean, I'll bring a tent. I don't care. But... <laughs> well, I definitely won't get robbed again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, if it looks like somewhat safe, there's no needles around. I'll be like, all right, yeah, I can sleep here. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> McDonald's next door. That's that's a that's kind of like a, a free breakfast, you know. <laughs> that's funny. So you went to oh, that's right. You went to Florida with the two kids. That's when you got stuck with the hotel, wasn't it? What? Yeah, the hotel overbooked, and that. I didn't have a room at all. So Disney oh, saved their ass. That was really nice of them. It's like little kid night on the live stream. Everybody's just drifting <laughs> in. Your What's your daughter's it. name? With I Blake. forget her name. Blake. Blake. Good night, Blake. Can you say goodnight? One over. Come over here so they can see you. I liked your Harley Davidson swimsuit, by the way. You looked really cool. She loved it. She went up to, like, deliberately went up to another little kid and goes, Do you know what this says? Like, all, like, girls, like, this is Harley Davidson. And then she walked away. I was like, They train them young. I didn't teach her this. I didn't teach her this. Like, this is not something. I should have got it on video because it was pretty funny. But she was very, like, 
very proud of wearing that. So maybe that's that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us. You're welcome. Can't wait to see what's going on with the bike. Right. Tell hubby we said hey. We'll do. <laughs> see you. Yeah. Thanks again. Nice meeting you. See you. Change my microphone. Does that sound any better? <clears throat> yeah, it does. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know we can go a little bit longer. You mind if I get some water? Can you guys hold the fort for a second? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, Let's talk yeah, about so why the Rogue Glide is the best motorcycle ever, and I'll be back. Yeah, well, actually, so I saw uh, Crimson uh, put a post up. Baggers and Brews uh, need to go to my store. Actually, uh, George was in about two weeks ago. Yeah, I it mean, was... that'd be cool if we did the ride next year. And um, I don't know how far New Hope is from where they were, but that'd be cool. Like if they made it a stop there. That's you know? a good long ride <laughs> from where they're coming from. That's a that's a good long ride. Yeah, like an hour, you think? About 40 minutes, depending on which way they take. Yeah, I mean, we went to a bunch of different spots, and uh, I, I, I'm sure they could find a brewery halfway there to stop and go in, have a, a beverage, and then hop over to your store. So Yeah, we got, I fun. think, two breweries in town. Um, and I'm directly across the street from Fran's Pub, which is the local watering hole for the bikers. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. So you probably get all kinds of guys stumbling, huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, what, what's really cool about where I'm at, I'm like halfway between New York City and Philadelphia. So I get people from both areas, like half my customers come from Staten Island. The other half come from like Levittown, Philadelphia areas. Nice, nice. So do you keep uh, rain gear in your store? Nope, because nobody comes to New Hope in the rain. People get stuck in New Hope in the rain. But they don't come to New Hope in the rain. Okay. So if there's like any, yeah. So if if there's any threat of rain whatsoever, people just get up, they look out the window. Eh, I'm not going to New Hope today. So yeah, I got to I got to get some. But but Crimson thinks it's a good idea. I think definitely we should next ride. You know, you could go to your uh, go to your store, and like you said, there's a bar right across the street. So if anybody wanted to go and maybe grab a burger or something, you know, and uh, yeah. we could hang out the store. And if anybody needs anything, they could pick it up. Yeah, and you can park just down the street uh, at the uh, VFW. Every person that parks there is a donation to the VFW. It's not a parking fee. Uh, you know, they get 100% of all that money, which is kind of cool. That's where most of the bikers park with if it's not full. And they watch your bike, which is yes. nice. <laughs> They'll valet park it for you if you want. <laughs> Some days. I went to, uh, where was it? I went to the Playhouse the other day. We parked there because we wanted to go up to one of the restaurants. And uh, I walk up to the valet guy and I'm like, so where do you park these? He's like, oh, we don't park these. I'm like, I know you don't park them. I was just saying, where do I park it? Did he give you yeah. a full spot or just a half a spot? He gave me a half spot. It was on a hill, too. The whole time I'm in there, I'm like, this is going to end bad. This is going to end with my car, my bike laying sideways on top of somebody's Acura. Oh, was but, that yeah, like right good. near the tree at the front? Yep. Is that the half spot? Yep, that's yeah. the half spot that they always give. <laughs> I was like, you know, this is going to end so poorly, but hey, it was fun. Yeah, <laughs> man. There you go. You need to do a meet and greet. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, but that's your neck of the woods down there, so. You know, well, we could we could figure something out. That'd be fun. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm down. You know, I'll come down. You know, I'll come down. And, uh, <laughs> the only problem out. with doing that is we'd have to figure out the logistics to make sure that we have enough parking because, yeah, bikes – I mean, even you get you get more than you know. Let's just say ten people showed up. I'd be flattered if ten people showed up, but if ten people showed up, it starts getting tight with the yes. uh, <laughs> with the bikes. Yeah, and in New Hope, where where he is, 
Yeah, but I mean, worst case scenario, there's parking. It's just you're going to have to walk. I was just trying to think of a way to make it simpler. Yeah, I wonder uh, if, like, if we called the VFW and said, like, hey, we got, like, 15 bikes. Can you help us out? Yeah, uh, we could figure something out. If yeah, if we're working on the logistics, you get me the information. I can get in touch with somebody. I can ask and see if they'll do, like, a, a reserved parking. Uh, the only thing I could think of that they might want is they might want it in advance. That's probably That's fine. Like, yeah. Because even if we paid for you know ten or fifteen spots, what's the worst that's going to happen? I mean, right? Exactly. Somebody's getting their money, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I like it. It's coming together. It's coming together. I like it. <laughs> We're bikers. We just blocked the road. Yeah, right. <laughs> just take so, it over. so for those of you that don't know New Hope, what's the speed limit, Dominic? Twenty-five, maybe 35? twenty-five, which you can never even get close to that. Yeah. So the speed limit is twenty-five through New Hope, and it's primarily two major blocks with a um, with an intersection in the middle. And um, twice now I've done police escorted rides where they blocked off New Hope and we went through New Hope at probably 55, 60, 70 miles an hour. It was great. <laughs> oh, it was the best. There's nothing better than just ripping through New Hope. All I kept thinking was that some chucklehead's going to step out in front of us and it's going to be the end of it. But that was right. you got to put a link to your uh, ride through New Hope in the description so people can actually see it. It was like one of your first videos, I think it was. It's a couple of years back, you actually have a, it's like a 10-minute short video of you riding through New Hope. Oh, you mean the River Road one? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Let me I, find it. It's there. I know it's there. River Road's an absolutely fantastic ride. Uh, ride. It's, it's um, once you get through New Hope itself, New Hope proper, there's not much stop and start. So it, it's it's just a really mellow, fun ride. Um, if you live in the area, that's where everybody wants to go. I will say it kind of, it, it can get old after a while. It's like anything, but when hot days, there's nothing better than just chasing the river. Yeah. Yeah. And you go up the Pennsylvania side, come down the Jersey side or vice versa. Either way is good. Yeah. The, uh, the Jersey here, I'll drop it in the such a, the Jersey side is actually a really nice ride. I mean, there's not a whole lot of scenery. You don't see the river. It's a very mellow ride after Frenchtown coming down from Frenchtown. Mm -hmm. I enjoy that ride a lot. We yeah, gotta we gotta find time to ride together. That's what we need to do. Yeah, I'm closed Mondays and Tuesdays. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> okay, well I'll uh, I don't know. I might get COVID Monday <laughs> and Tuesday. I'll be fine. Like oh, bad test. It's all yep. fine. Yeah. You it. can come out, Nogan. We can get you some cheesesteaks. We can hook you up. Heck yeah. So RV, the bike is fantastic. Um, it did really well on our on the trip we were on. The only thing that I'm waiting for is my highway pegs to be fixed and my new windshield arrives on Saturday. And then it's just a ton of upgrades that I got sitting in the house that are going on the bike. So it's going to be fun. It's a great bike. I love it. Thank you for asking about it. We're going to have to, me and Nagan are going to race. That's what it's going to come down to. Yeah, I mean it. It would be fun. I mean, I'll, I, if you want, I'll only go to third gear. There you go. Yeah, that way. Yeah. I just want to wheelie it. I'm going to turn off traction control and just wheelie my bike. Even if I, I flip it, it'd be great video. I wheelied my sports dress with traction control on. It kind of scared the shit out of me because I, I I did a U-turn somewhere and I came down. I romped on it and the thing freaking came up and I was like, holy shit! Like you know, I wasn't expecting that. So yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah. So Dom, what's the so what's the new bike like? I mean, has it lived up to the hype? Um, 
I really like it. I have to get it personalized. It's kind of where I'm at now. Um, I had okay. to adjust the handlebars. All the ergonomics were all just really off. So <laughs> the, the the ride home was seriously sketchy. I was starting to think I ha actually had made a big mistake. But when I got home, I realized that uh, the uh, all of the ergonomics of the grips and everything, I had to reach over the handlebars. They were too close to me. Uh, the tires only had like 11 pounds of pressure in the front and rear. Ooh. Um, the, uh, the suspension was never adjusted from stock, so it was set up for somebody like 100 pounds lighter from me. So I took a day, got all that straightened up and fine-tuning it now, and it's much better. So it's, Good. it is weird getting used to the throttle lag because of the throttle by wire because i'm so used to the instantaneous response of the the sportster that it's very it's a very different power like the the sportster hopped and got up and went really quick where this doesn't do that so much it's kind of a, a longer lumbering power band you know i guess it's the best way to explain it so where it it gets up to speed probably as fast as the Sportster, but does it doesn't have as much pull because of the heavier weight. Okay. At least that's what I'm seeing now. But you know, I'm I've got a breather coming. I got the pipes. I'm waiting to get put on. I think once those two things are done and I have Chuck run it through the old dyno, I think it'll be great. Yeah, I actually was just uh, I got off a lengthy discussion with. Uh, with Chromeworks today about getting uh, power performance inserts for the two to twos I'm getting. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to have him to my bike. I'm, I've never been that excited to spend money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, he does amazing work. He, he just really, I mean, he really woke up that sportster and that's one of the reasons I was able to keep it for another almost seven years after uh, eight years after he did that. So it was great. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be really cool. I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, starting this build series. I got a lot of stuff sitting in the house for, for the bike, so it should be fun. Now, what are you, what are your plans? So, what uh, what air cleaner are you gonna put on it? Uh, I want a teardrop chrome because it's a blacked out motor, and I want I need some chrome. I don't I don't like a fully blacked out everything. I like a balance of uh, chrome and black. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to do much else to it, really. Noggin, did your um was your before I forget was your um license plate plug and play? Um, the the first one from Custom Dynamics wasn't, mm -hmm. um, but the one from TBR was, um, and and they did it because you have to have a uh, there's a little black box they give you it's for the uh, tail light or the running light. And mm -hmm. um, so I, I, I wired that all up and it worked good until it didn't. Um, but yeah, the nice thing is, is yeah, the TBR one, clip out, clip in, done. It was much better. I was I was sitting there doing butt connectors and soldering and on the first one. And then when that happened, I just, I tossed that wiring harness and yeah, I was, yeah. So yes, long story. Sorry. Hey Dallas, I, I posted the link to the jacket to my left as you asked for. <laughs> Yeah, this is like QVC. Do you have anything you want to walk through? Be like, look and check this out. I think my left is the same <laughs> as his left. I don't know. Yeah, they, they, go ahead. I've got to, I've got to do the, uh, oh, the, the oh, what the hell is it? The license plate holder with the light. I got to work on that this weekend. I got so much stuff to put on this bike. It's 
it's it's gonna be great. You're gonna be able to see my light? bike. What's that? How about that brake light? Which brake light? The one that we talked about. You're gonna get. Oh, I got, you. I, yeah. got you. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, for your bike, it should be plug and play. I think. No, nah, I don't think it is. Um, I don't know. I've I've got to go through. Uh, oh, they're not seeing your links. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, because um, I think when you go on custom dynamics, you can. I want to. I, I feel like on some of the stuff I click it on, you could order it plug and play or not. But <clears throat> yeah, I got I got to figure out what. Um, like I said, I got that whole box of lights. Uh, to get yeah. bike and they sent me more stuff i've got i've got to work on that but i um i love their stuff man I, I can't wait to get it on the bike they were uh they were extremely generous with me oh yeah it's gonna look <laughs> awesome i mean i saw that box that you uh you did a video on or you did a short on and they like they sent you tons of stuff so that bike's gonna look like a freaking christmas tree yeah and i actually have <laughs> um they sent me another box and i got more stuff coming i'm yeah, I was really blown away with that. Really, so <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to say this because it's so depressing. I um, <laughs> I actually was going to get to hang out with them in Daytona. Now I'm not, and I'm kind of bummed. But that's all right. I was next year. But uh, I mean, what do you do for work that is so important? Like, is anybody going to die if you don't show up? I mean, I mean, they what? What if I don't show up and they do? Then I'm going to be responsible. You weren't there. <laughs> I can tell you from working in IT, and Dom can tell you the same. If you're ever the admin for something, shit always breaks. But dude, I was at funerals, and they're like, "We can't video conference." Okay, what do you want me to do? What a funeral! Like, oh, you do IT? Okay, okay. I don't anymore. I'm I'm recovering IT. Evan. Oh, okay, okay. So I've been three years clean. Gonna say you can work from your hotel okay. room, you know, work work remotely. Well, and that that actually got to be the discussion is that now with all the remote working stuff, I absolutely could. But do I really want to be at Daytona, like sitting in my from eight to five, sitting in my hotel room, like working and then going out? I don't know. I mean, I guess I could. Yeah, I mean, five o'clock is probably when it's going to pick up anyway, because it's going to be hot during the day. And I said, you know, um, yeah, I mean, if it if it was meant going or not going, I mean, you'd be out in the night. You know, and, and uh, that's when things get uh, get fun anyway. So, but hey, you know, just just saying, just just playing devil's advocate, you know. Okay. You could be in the custom dynamics tent. They'd be like, oh, Brian, we got this huge box for you here <laughs> for your next bike. <laughs> I just I actually secretly called them and says, like, I would like the Bronco ride package. It's not listed on their website. But when you, <laughs> it, it comes in a giant wooden crate. <laughs> they have to get one of those uh, forklifts to drop it off on your front lawn. That man's yeah, got some awesome. lights. That's awesome. Oh, Pro Monkey got a hat. Oh man, now everybody's gonna want a hat. <laughs> Pro uh, Monkey's yeah. got a hat. Yeah, he just uh, he ordered a helmet and he got a couple of hats. One for him, one for Mrs. Monkey. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, he oh, he wanted nice. a. Uh, a trooper, it's called. It's the uh, jockey style with the front facing. Yeah, that's that's going to be my next half helmet. They're really nice helmets. Oh, nice! Is that part of the badass helmets? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. I uh, 
I was I was checking those out on your website because you said that, and I, I didn't really adhere to hear of it, but um, I was checking them out. It looks like they, they had one that was like a it was like a carbon, really nice carbon one. It looks yeah, that's the one I, I have. want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I have the uh, reverse. Uh, what's it called? The um, the rocker carbon, which is just wonderful. You you forget you have it on. It's funny all the time. People come in and they show me group photos. They're like, oh, I got this group photo, and there's like three people wearing their helmets because they forgot they were wearing them because they're so <laughs> light and comfortable. Yeah, and, yeah that's and awesome. It's like yeah, yeah, they totally forgot. <laughs> No, they're extremely comfortable helmets. I, I really like them a lot. They, yeah, they look good too. They look cool too. I feel like wearing it, you wouldn't, you know, you, you don't feel like a uh, what what like a bobblehead. You know, yeah, the, the HAC that I have, you have that mushroom head. It's it's a bit ridiculous. You don't look as cool. Yeah. Sure. Especially once you get out to uh, once you get out. Well, you're in New York, but once you get out to like Central PA, having the half helmet would be really nice. It's kind of you're just kind of chilling. Yeah, I only wear a full face. I only do the full face. I haven't done a half shell, and and, and there and I know why because I know if I do the half shell, I'm gonna love it. You know, but it's actually you, quite weird the first time you do it. I rode full face mm -hmm. for about three years before I finally even put on just an open face, and that was weird. And a half helmet was really strange. Uh, and I still prefer full face. You know, I'm mostly full face until it gets to about 85 or up once the humidity right. hits. Then I'll, then I'll go half helmet. And the first time every season I put on a half helmet, it feels weird. Oh, yeah. yes. See, I think it would for me, too. I'd have to have some kind of glasses or whatever, you know. But, yeah, I mean, I, and there's some people like Lake Crimson God saying the half or unless it's raining, you know, like these guys wear them religiously. But. I got to tell you, like, I've had some bugs and some stones come up and hit my helmet. And, and it's like, you know, you hear it hit and you're like, man, I'm really glad that didn't hit my face. <laughs> yeah. We actually were tooling around a little bit this weekend without the helmet on because we're in PA. That's a weird feeling when you're no, not used to I, it. I made that mistake one. I had my motorcycle inspected and I left my helmet uh, in my mom's car when she dropped me off and I had to pick it up and she wasn't around. I had to ride home without the helmet. I didn't like that at all. Yeah. It's, I it, was it, just sketchy. I was like, Oh, I was suspect of every person that was making a left or turning. And I was like, nah, I can't do this. It's Especially with the lower screen. We were just getting beat up. I'm like, this is such a dumb idea. I keep forgetting I don't have a touring screen right now. So, but yeah, it's fun. You live, you learn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I got to get the, uh, the clockworks, uh, windshield again. <laughs> Mine went with the Sportster, so. Yeah, they um, there's there's you should look into uh, Clearview. That's who's doing my shield. They uh they make really good stuff. I don't know if they're cheaper or not, but they they make really quality stuff. The thing I like the most about the Clockworks and what I've found is it's not necessarily um the dampening of the buffeting of the helmet and whatnot. I don't get a lot of that anyway because I'm I'm short ish. Okay. Um, it's the lower part of the uh, the screen has the hips, and it really stabilizes the front end of a bike on a highway. Like another reason why I was able to keep my Sportster so long is I could do 65 without any problem with no dancing of the front end because those hips put a, a good amount of downforce. Okay. Know, I didn't have when I didn't have the windshield on. That was you know sketchy at the you know, 55, 60 miles an hour like any Sportster, but with the shield absolutely stable and i'm There's finding a little bit of sketchiness in this bike so i want to get the shield to get that downforce back again 
Did you yeah. just wait a minute? Did you just comment in the side chat that you're in the works with Shelly? Is that what I'm reading? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, That's I'm... it. We're all going. We're, we're, <laughs> we're doing. We're you're gonna we're gonna celebrate Shelly Day at your store. Come on, noggin, you're in. Yeah, I'm in, man. This we'll, we'll put it together, and uh, yeah, I mean, dude, I come down. I'm just I don't want it to be like to meet me. Like I'll come down and ride with all you guys. Like you know, like no, you don't have to meet anybody, man. Let's just come down and ride. Yeah, yeah, no. Like if we if we did another group ride, you know, I could hook up with Corey. He's in Mass. I could hook up with him. We ride down, see you guys or whatever. And uh, I think there was talk that they're going to do a fall ride. I'm just going to put words in their mouth because they're not here. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's just plan there's, a forum. There's, there's a room I just heard right over here. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah. We probably should we probably should plan it for them and just present it to them. Yeah, this red like shirt right here. Yeah, yeah there you go. That guy standing right there next to me in the red shirt. He's in. We're all in. We're gonna do it. Yeah. Man, if you get if you get showies, oh, that would be flipping awesome. More than likely, they would be a dropship item because, as you've seen, I don't have a lot of room in my store. Uh, so putting a whole bunch of full faces may not be feasible. <coughs> yeah, we're uh, Katie's two years out from getting her showy replaced. They're uh, oh man, they make such good helmets. Yeah, everybody that I know that has a showy like just raves about it. You know, Bronco Ride, I haven't tried to arrive. Heard they're really good helmets. I have nothing against them. I just haven't tried one. I, I've had a Schuberth, I've had HGC, and I've had uh, showy. And I would say the Schuberth was probably my favorite helmet. It just didn't fit me right. But the Arai uh, is like right on par with showy, without a yeah. doubt. They're they're both very premium helmets. Um, and a lot of it is about fit. Arai has got a little bit of a rounder fit. Showy uh, has a little more of an intermediate oval to long oval. Okay. So I'm I'm definitely long oval. And like you look at the top of my head, I look like Stewie Griffin from the front. It's just like football head. <laughs> so I have to find long oval helmets. I can't wear almost no open face three quarter helmets. There's okay. can't find one that fits properly. They all pivot. Huh right here in the front and the back side to side when I'm trying to wear. <laughs> yeah. That was the problem with the Schubert is if you, if you had the screen open, it would just start rocking because mm -hmm. it was, it was, it was loose in a weird way. More than likely you have the long oval or intermediate oval head. Yeah. Uh, so when you look at your uh, badass helmet, then you're going to want to look at the rocker. You're going to want to look at the trooper, either one of those uh, the forward facing or rear facing one, you know, stay away from the, uh, the bare bones and the beanie style, because that's a more rounder fit. Okay. Which is why I was glad that monkey, you know, called and said, Hey, I'm interested in the trooper, you know, the jockey style, because that's going to be a better fit for his head than the one that he originally got, which was the, uh, just a regular bare bones beanie. Okay. I sure hope he used my code to support my channel. I'm sure he didn't. But, you know, <laughs> I'll have to text him and be like, did you use my code? Well, what happened was uh, he was waiting for me to get him in. So as soon as I got him in, I had to send him an invoice, and he just took care of it that way because <coughs> I got it. I got it. I got it to him before I put him on the site. Nice. Yeah, I gave him. I gave him like a, a twenty-four hour, you know, heads up that nice. they were coming. Yeah, that's did cool. he did he order his no club lone wolf shirt? He really should. <laughs> I thought about sneaking one into the box, but they were oh on the back order. Had I had I known he had ordered something, I would have paid for it if you were throwing it in. <laughs> <laughs> By I the did, way, Bryce I says did hi. think about it. 
That'd be hilarious. Oh, that would be. That would be good stuff. <coughs> yeah, so we gotta. I gotta find uh, some time on a Monday and Tuesday so we can get out and ride. Check out the bike. I'm excited. That's yeah, absolutely. Great. Absolutely. That's a that's a big step up too. That's a big bike. Uh, it actually doesn't feel much different at all. But you know, I spent most of my time, what the better part of five years at Brian's, uh, well, formerly known as Brian's, and I was on a police road king all that time. You know, okay. still bought a Sportster after all that. But you know, so I've yeah, I have no problem with the big bikes. I've rode them for many, yeah, many hours on them. <coughs> No, I was just saying more the adjustment of going from a, a smaller bike to a bigger bike. Not that it's the it's center of gravity is so different that I find this actually a little easier to uh, maneuver. Oh, that's right. The sports are top heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's not as much swing in the curves. It's actually it's more in the hips than the shoulders. It's just amazing. <laughs> Yes, that's what we need to do. We need to send Monkey some lone wolf shit and then make him open it up and alive. I think that'd be brilliant. That's a great idea. (laughs) Open this live, please. Well, did anybody see what Chris Fina sent sent, uh, Dallas? He sent Dallas a a plastic sippy cup that may or may not look like a male appendage. (laughs) Uh, these, these guys are brutal. You get a P.O. box, you don't know what's going to show up. So That's why I don't have a P.O. box. Now you have a P.O. box? Me? No, Noggin. Oh, oh yeah. Noggin. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh, you're brave. I'll get one eventually. Yeah, no, I just pretty much have gotten stickers and, you know, that's it so far. You so. don't have a sticker, dude. That thing's huge. That's like He's kind ridiculous. of vinyl. <laughs> Yeah, they're like these monster stickers. They're cool as hell. Don't get me wrong. I was yeah, just I mean, like, why not? Damn, it's not right? a sticker. It's a tank wrap. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you look at the pricing, though, like for that sticker I get, it's like not that much more. It's, it's like, well, that's a better value. And I just feel like, you know, I mean, I don't know. Getting old, it's hard to see stuff. So get a big sticker, you know? <laughs> yeah, did you see, uh, you see Roy? What's yeah, up, Roy? I, found I, a, see I found a draft uh, one that I had. It's uh Actually, the correct size. I got to get more of those made. Yeah, you gave me the tiny ones. I gave one to uh, I gave one uh, um, uh, upstate rider. Um, but but Roy Motors Venture, he's coming down for Vam, and uh, I watched his Instagram. He ra- he he rode through two days of rain. <laughs> that suck. That suck. But I bet you his Easy Pass worked the entire time. That's right. That's right. They went down there. They went to Philly. They were going to go to Philly first to get cheesesteaks. And then they were going to ride, I think, I don't know for sure, but uh, they were going to ride uh, one of the parts of Dragon or something maybe and then come over to Vam or something. Um, okay. So he's with his So he brother. had cheesesteaks without me is what you're saying? He didn't want this sticker? Yeah, he didn't contact nobody, let them know that they're down there a week early and they're hanging out right in your neck of the woods. No. Give me a second. I just dropped a whole bottle of water on my floor. (laughs) What? (laughs) Roy makes the best bride videos. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, you know, I don't know if you guys saw, but um, Roy's channel is now a Goldwing channel. Um, Pretty much um, all he does now is uh, Goldwing installs. And, uh, you know, his his brother's getting all the fame. So 
Yeah. So, so that's oh. cool, man. So how, how big's your shop, man? I mean, uh, it's about 500, 580 square foot. Um, RV I had asked the question if I carry mesh jackets. Uh, not a lot of companies are making mesh jackets right now. I, I can't seem to find them anywhere. Uh, like all of First Manufacturing got rid of theirs. Uh, Tucker Rocky got rid of all of theirs. So uh, unfortunately, no, I don't have any mesh jackets. We're, everybody's wearing uh, the flannels, as you can see right above my shoulder, the red and black flannel there. Yeah. Uh, that has Kevlar in the shoulders and elbows, and it also has impact pads and lets plenty of uh, air through. Not quite as good as a mesh jacket, but very close. Yeah. Yeah, I actually bought a mesh Harley jacket when I bought my bike. When I went in, I bought my first Sportster, and I didn't even know it was a mesh jacket. <laughs> I yeah, I had a Harley it. mesh jacket for a while, too. I had It was a three-in-one, so you could zip off all of the uh, front, and it was mesh, and then it also had a bladder inside for rain, and it also had a, uh, a zip-out quilted liner. That thing was pretty cool. Yeah, this one you could put armor in, but yeah, yeah, I never, never did that. But have you looked fun. at any of the Olympia gear? The Olympia gears like that, you can get four, you can get three season jackets. They're really nice. They're not, they're not Harley leather cool, but do you know who distributes Olympia gear? Mm -hmm. See, that's the biggest problem. Is like a lot of these companies, uh, they don't sell their own stuff. You have to go through a distributor, and um. Yeah, a distributor has a buy-in. So, like for example, gotcha. if you if you want to if you want to carry like Joe Rocket, you have to go into their distributor, and their distributor could have like a fifteen to sixteen thousand dollar buy-in. So yeah, I'm just never going to carry that stuff. <laughs> That's it. I did my buy-in early on with Tucker Rocky, which is great when they had uh, River Road, but. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's a that's that's a lot of money. Yeah, I don't know who they distribute through. I just know that um, we had the ADV bike. That's who I had, their gear. I had a couple of their jackets. They make really good, solid stuff. Yeah, I have uh, first gear for ADV wear. Uh, okay. Tucker Rocky. Very course, I don't. I don't put them on my site because I, I focus mostly on B-Twin. And that's kind of where the store came from. You know, nobody carries like regular cruiser V-Twin stuff. If you, The only place it does it is Harley, and that's it. That's all you get. And then you have to buy the Harley branded. Like if you go to uh, any place that sells Honda, Suzuki, or any of the metric places, they only mostly sell all the race gear, all the bright colors, all the stuff that like, you know, nobody really wants to wear on a cruiser. And that's yeah. kind of where this all came from. It's just like, you know, unmarked cruiser gear. Nobody had it. So that's how I got started doing this. And that's why I focus on the half helmets. Yeah, I kind of that's my bread and butter because nobody carries them. Everybody yeah. carries full face. Everybody carries three quarter. Nobody carries half helmets. So I stock the hell out of my store with half helmets. And that's that's what sells the most. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, no, for sure, man. I, uh, you know, I, like they just opened a cycle gear uh, <laughs> in Albany. It's like 30 minutes from me. And I went there and I, I don't think I saw one half helmet. I mean, they had a whole wall of helmets. I mean, they probably had 300 helmets on that wall, every mm -hmm. brand you could think of. And I, I, you know, I wasn't looking for it, but I, I don't remember seeing a half helmet. I mean, maybe there was one there, but I just, if they had some, there weren't a lot of them, you know, they were like, 
the left-handed baseball gloves. Like you never really find a lot of them. You know? Yeah. You don't, you don't, you're not going to see them in stores like that for sure. Yeah. That's not uh that's, that's just not something they're going to sell at all. What the heck is going on here? My console just went bizarre. So we're going to wrap this up at 1030, but that's actually, um, it's a good idea, Noggin. We should do some sort of meetup in New Hope, and we can all hang out on Route 32. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that'd be great. You know what? Support, you know, his shop, and, and um, you know, it, it'd be fun just to hang out. And there, There's a biker bar across the street, and he said he's got some breweries there, so sounds like Oh, there's place. there's some really good – I can't remember the brewery that I went to, but it was uh, – I mean, it wasn't a brewery, but it was uh, – it's right next to Nectar. It's downstairs. It was really good. Yeah, that's a, that's a microbrewery. I can't think of yeah, that either. Yeah, that place is really, really good. The brewery yeah. in New Hope. I'm sorry, I was talking to my son. I they had a, they had a really good peanut butter beer that was really good. Oh, I've been wanting to try that. I heard that is awesome. Peanut butter beer. Oh, peanut butter beer is good. Anything with peanut butter is good. It doesn't sound good, but it's, sometimes it's one of those things where you say that's got to be disgusting, and then you try it and you go, you know what? This is actually pretty pretty damn good. You know. Yeah, no, they they have some really good. Um, they had some really good beers. Yeah, it's Did Triumph. I haven't looked it up for me myself. Triumph, okay. Triumph Brewery, yeah, yeah. They have really really good beers. So you can bring your wife, Noggin. She can hang out in New Hope, go shopping. Oh yeah, I mean, buy I, some paintings or something. Yeah, I don't think she's gonna <laughs> ride with me though. I mean, she'd have to take like a car or something. And, uh, that's true. Hey man, nothing wrong with a chase vehicle <laughs> and carry yeah. all the stuff that doesn't fit on the bike. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah, I mean, totally, totally. I think. Uh, so you know, are we? Should... Are we biker? The link for uh, Dominic's page is in the description of the live stream. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you, Mona. I just didn't want to forget. Nope, nope. No, hey, you know, yeah, get it out there, man. I think it's great that monkey, you know, called him up in uh, New Jersey and got some stuff. <laughs> I love that. I mean, that's that's supporting like the local guy. I love that, man. That's how it should be. There's there's so many great. Um, small companies that get overlooked you know and and that's it's not how it should be in my opinion yeah and that's kind of how i kind of stocked the store like the the helmets the badass helmets they're right out of phoenixville pennsylvania unique leather is right out of carlstadt new jersey uh daniel smart where i get most of my gloves and a lot of my leathers from they're right in maryland uh the biggest company i deal with right now is um first manufacturing but I'm looking to get in Helmet House. Uh, that's another company. They do a couple of other lines. They have Shelly. So if I can get in there, then I'll have Shelly to put on my website for drop shipping. That'd be awesome. And they also have Cortec and uh, Cortec Boulevard. Cortec Boulevard is their V-Twin line. I just picked up their shoes. They look like they're riding shoes that look like Van sneakers. They're pretty awesome. Oh, very cool. Yes. Are they on your site? They, they will be in the okay. next week. We'll check that out. That's mm -hmm. awesome. What gloves yeah. would you recommend for people with really fat hands? That's Corey's <laughs> the ones question. that you try on and fit. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Hold on, I got. I have uh, Daniel Smart gloves. They, uh, they ask OJ a wider palm. So give me one second. OJ's glove didn't fit though. <laughs> That's why they had to quit. <laughs> Uh, 
Um, I want, um, so I saw somebody ask where I live. I live in Lake George, New York. So um, it's uh, upstate New York. Um, if you're going to Maine, you're probably coming up. You'll probably catch, it, it depends on how you go, but if you catch 149, um, I think you take 149 over to Vermont, go through like Killington, go like up that way. And that's how you get to Maine. There's a couple different ways to go, but yeah, that's where I live, man. And uh, uh, Dominic, have you heard of the the helmet company called Kirsch? Yeah, they're not. <laughs> what I was wondering because I've been seeing them around. And they have a uh, they have a, a like a, a like jelly type liner, and and it's like a really weird helmet. And uh, I don't know. I just and they make half helmets so. Um, I was just wondering if, if you had ever had any, you know, runs with them or anything. I'll give you my one interaction with Kirsch. Uh, I boost a post for my badass helmets. Somebody from Kirsch, uh, a very high up person in Kirsch, thought it best to crap on other people's helmet to try and promote his. Oh, and yeah. he tried to do it in a stealth-like manner, not saying that's where he was from, but obviously being in the industry, I recognized the name and searched him out. Not somebody yeah. I want to deal with. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I I, um, I saw him down in Leesburg. Um, he was in the Harley dealer there, and they were having people try him on, and, and my local dealer has him. And I was my, my bike was getting serviced, and I was just looking at him, and it's like, it's like a gel. It's like a gel lining. Yeah. The person that did this wasn't like the owner or anybody, but he was high up in there. And I can't speak to how good their helmets are. Right. You know, I, I hear, you know, you go to their site and you look at them, you see all different things. So I, I don't know. I'd have to see numbers on energy dissipation through gel. I, I don't, you know, when you, when you have water in a bag and you hit it, you see the ripples go out, then they come right back. Right. That's how that's how liquids work. So if you're trying to dissipate energy in a helmet, I can't see how a gel is going to help you because um, just like water in a motor, it doesn't compress. It doesn't, yeah. you know, it doesn't right. dissipate energy. It throws it outward and brings it back. I don't know if that's good or bad in an accident. I'd have to see like some type of numbers or a demonstration of how it works. I can't say they're good or bad. I know their shell meets DOT standards. Right. At a minimum, which is what's required. What's put in the helmet for energy dissipation is, you know, what is they're trying something different. Yeah. I think the one thing I hear over and over is the weight of the helmet. They're pretty heavy because of the yes. gel. Yes. I picked one up. I picked one up and I was like, it's a half helmet. And it was literally the heaviest helmet I've ever held in my hands. <laughs> yeah. And, and, I, yeah. and I was literally thinking because that's the first helmet I bought was like a uh, ZR1 or whatever, and I bought it at the Harley store. And that thing was so heavy, it hurt my neck, and that's why I ended up getting a different helmet. But um, I was thinking, man, this thing is freaking heavy. I mean, it was – it's got to be six, seven pounds. I mean, I don't know, but <clears> – <throat> Wow. It was. Well, I can tell you the, the badass helmets weigh in at about 22 ounces, and that's their standard beanie. Uh, they're carbon fiber. Uh, their lightest one comes in at about 11 ounces. Oh my yeah, god! Stupid light. Literally less than a, a bottle of water. It's you know, uh, and and 
when the, when we say 11 ounces, we're looking at their smallest one with the least amount of uh, EPS foam inside. So it's going to be like the 2XL. But even the small, which has the most EPS, still comes in at only like about 14 or 15 ounces. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know, man. I might have to try it. I might have to try a half shell, and if I do, I gotta get a. I gotta get that carbon one because I really like that carbon. Yeah, one. it's cool. <laughs> yeah, like I said, just uh, have a friend look at the top of your head. If you are a intermediate to long oval, you know, get yourself the rocker if you want the backwards facing one. Uh, if you're more rounder in the head, then you can get the. Um, you can get the bare bones for the standard. You can get the carbon air, which is the flat carbon. And you can also get the supersonic, which is the carbon with the uh, the glossy carbon. Yeah, I think I'm more of an oval head. There you go. Look down. Now you're definitely rounder. Oh, really? Yeah, you would you would be All fine right. with either one because you're not quite long or intermediate. You're right in between round and oval. So yeah, you would be fine for either one. So okay. is it safe to say that we now have a helmet fitting via your video <laughs> conference? Is that a new standard you're gonna offer? So well, this is one of the videos I actually thought about putting up on YouTube, you know, trying to explain the difference in head shape and best fit for badass helmets. Because it is the number one question. It's it's the number one reason I get helmets returned. They're like, oh, well, you know, I measured my head and this one doesn't fit. And it's like, okay, well, have someone look at the top of your head and I will exchange it out for something that's the right shape. Because shape is by far more important than measurement because you want it. The better the helmet fits your shape, the lower it fits on your head and brow, the smaller it looks. Yeah. Sure. Awesome, guys. We're going to wrap it up. Uh, we will be doing a live next week. Uh, as of right now, we do not have a guest. So I don't know. We're going to wing it. But that's next week. We're not worried about next week because it's today. Uh, guys, appreciate it uh, from the bottom of my heart. It's great. Uh, missed you guys all during the break. So it was great to have you guys back. And we will see you next week. I will be on back on my normal release schedule, hopefully. So we will see a video out uh, tomorrow or next week. Next one, see you at 7.30 and then the live, followed by the live at 8. And that more than likely will be part of the new upgrade series. You guys, thanks as always for hanging out. Guys, if you want to hang out in the green room, we'll uh, have to live. You're more than welcome to. And uh, stay safe. And please remember you're not alone. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great week. Bye, everybody. See ya.